Yeah, Naomi's over there. She in, in TNA. She stuck. Sasha pop back up in WWE as Mercedes. Like they might let her rock with that name. I think they should. I think Triple H will honor it. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. But yo, we are recording, so let's get to it. This is wrestling with the homies. I'm the homie Quan, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, the coolest man in the world, Jake Cooley. Year, year, and my boy Sylvan Ace Smith, Sylvan the Don. Yeah. It's popping, y'all. What's good, man? I still can't get used to you with this Escobar haircut, man. This man looking like Nas in 97. Nas, Escobar, and Big R. They got my uh, hairline a little bit pushed back too much. So give me like three, four weeks. I'm going to be really in the building. (laughs) Shout out to my barber. I feel like since I've known Sylvan, he's had like the high top or like the, you know, the curly joint on the top. Like. Yeah. This is my first time really seeing Sylvan with the Quest haircut, the, the shaved head. Yeah. He had it all, man. Oh, you was bald like four years ago, right? Yeah, I was I bald. That. I was looking oh, like yeah. Tommy from yeah. Martin for a little bit, you know what I'm saying, when I was back in Miami. <laughs> but now it's time to get back to being clean, baby. You know what I mean? I'm from Miami, so. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Fellas, yeah. fellas, fellas, fellas. Do y'all be reading our comments, man? Have y'all been diving into them comments? I no. haven't. I, I need to start. Yo, I gotta read the comments, man. I love the reception that the show gets, but like we get some comments that are insane. They be they be mad at Sylvan, bro. Sylvan, what, I do? what do you be doing? What do you be doing to these people, Sylvan? I don't do anything. All I do is yell and be passionate. I have I have no idea why people would be upset with me. Nah, it's I'll tell you what you be doing, bro. You have been Uh-oh. stamped as the official AEW hater over here, bro. That's crazy. Whoa. AEW hater? Come on. That, that's guys. what it's that's that what doesn't they, even that's sound they like think. me. That's not that's even what they think. That's that's Jeez. furthest from the truth. I I actually want what's best for AEW. That's why I'm honest. Do you really to say what's really real? So you know, people can lie to them, you know, if they want. But I care enough to say something about it. I don't hey. hate AEW. Come on, I will man. say I will say this though. Cooley is the most unproblematic guy I know because, like, Cooley. Hey man, I be telling. They don't have no issues with anything Cooley says, man. Cooley's just the coolest man. He's cooler than the other side of the I band. I be chilling, like, man. But. You know, me and you together, Sylvan, I feel like we just we just a problem waiting to happen. Whenever we get on this camera, it's like something gonna come out that's gonna be crazy and they gonna be mad. We should like be hated. We should be hated. This is I don't this wanna is, be hated. I wanna be loved. Love I, me. I I want if people you're out there, love me. Pause. It's the same thing, you know, love and hate. You can love us, but you know, also hate us. Hate what we have to say. <laughs> uh, just keep coming back. Yo, some you know someone I mean? on TikTok, they told me. <laughs> When I, they didn't like that I said Edge flopping. Our Edge and AW was a flop. So they told me they hate this take and they hate my mustache. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the mustache got the works. That's crazy. What did Yo, my mustache man. do to you, bro? Like, come on. I like that. That feels good. Coming back. <laughs> no, but I you love know. it. I love that you guys are engaging in these comments. So keep commenting, whether it's positive, negative, neutral. You want to tell me you hate my mustache? You want to tell me you love my mustache? Because I think that is, I think that is fire. Whatever it is, keep keep leaving these comments below and make sure you are subscribed because we don't we don't we don't like ghosts over here. We we are afraid of ghosts. I am terrified of ghosts. The only ghost I like is the ghost on power. So make sure you're not a ghost and you are subscribed to this channel. Smrek, smrek. Why did we just shout out Smack <laughs> in the middle? We sm- <laughs> That's the wrong move. R.I.P. the battle scene, man. 
What you mean? Yo, relax. I'm kidding. What you mean? <laughs> no, low key though. RIP the battle scene for it's real. It's just not the same no more, man. Everybody trying to know. rap like New Jersey twerk now. It's just you know what I mean. <sighs> I'm once you start, in. bro. Once you start seeing like Rex with like twerk man- mannerisms, it's like, bro, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. Get some new guys in here, man. Yeah. I don't know that caffeine deal seemed like it's what what did it to me. And I love. I I still Yo. watch battle rap like faithfully. I'm a battle rap connoisseur, but. It seems like when that caffeine deal came into the picture, you know, you start seeing people like K Shine leave. Yeah. You see uh K Shine and DNA beefing for some reason. Yeah, that's like I never saw that man. coming. Yeah, I would have never saw that coming. It's like, yeah. what is going on? But wasn't Drake behind that deal too? I think so. Isn't Drake behind caffeine? Ain't that yeah, like I think Drake app? I, yeah, I believe think Drake is. is like I think caffeine is like Drake's app or so it's Drake part of his uh portfolio. <laughs> he said it's Drake's fault. <laughs> Hey, look, shout out to Caffeine. You want to put, hey, wrestling with the homies time ca- times Caffeine? Hey, I'm with it, Drake. Come talk to us. Yo, shouts to Drake, bro. We love you over here, man. You know, Grady P. Grady P. Hey, yo, relax. Grady P. Relax. Grady P. The EP was hard. EP it was. It was. Him was Him and Cole was barring back and forth, too. Yeah. That was great. That that made me, honestly, That that made me realize that, like, for for the longest, like just personally speaking, I always kind of felt like, from a bar standpoint, Drake was like, you know, a few notches above Cole. But that song made me realize, all right, I don't really know. Like these guys, you know, and and it's crazy because I've never seen them, I've never heard them rap in that capacity. That right. was tight. It was <clears throat> great. We need more of that. Like we need more people going hey. back and forth, bro. Just I saying. feel like I had the uh, I had the opposite reaction to that because um, obviously first person shooter we all know the reception yeah we know. the are the perception is that Cole got Drake on first person shooter and I agree Facts. with that but when I heard that joint on the uh, the deluxe I'm like wait a minute Drake is not only keeping up but like you could argue that Drake might have got him on that so it's like Drake really can do what these other dudes be doing he just chooses not to do it. He's Plus, like Drake got MJF. Cole. He got Cole in the in, in the past too, man. You know, at least to me. I don't know how y'all feel. I know. Uh, I want uh, Jodeci back. How about uh, Jodeci? back. You know, Drake definitely smacked. Oh, I don't know. Nah. What? Come on, man. That nah. you know, I go to the hotel lobby and you know nah, see if they got condoms. Bro. The way that we responding, they know that we black. It's like yo, what? yeah, he, he, he like, kind of. Nah, <laughs> like we, nah, man. And you started <laughs> off like that. Like nah, we yeah, that it, was nuts. Nah, was not at all. Not at all. And yeah, he had not that, at all. You know what I mean? The J. Cole, J. No. Cole first was fire, but he did have that that artistic line where he kind of like, you know, I can't really say what he said, but they had to like blur it out on Apple Music and all that. So it's like, nah, Drake, nah. you might be right. You might be right. Drake, the- Drake, nah, nah, nah. Drake might have got J. Nah. Cole on that. Yeah, Drake, Drake, I got, got, got J. Cole. I got Drake the original did. version on my phone. I'm sorry. That doesn't <laughs> count. It's not the count. That's not the version that's out. That's but, crazy. But, look, look, but, but the point is, Drake can do everything that these bar rappers be doing, but he really chooses not to because he kind of sticks to what he does. That's why I feel like, you know what? Like, I know we all say Roman Reigns is Drake, but like, as far as like talent goes, I almost look at MJF as like wrestling's version of Drake because MJF can really go in the ring and do that purest, the all those backflips yeah. and springboards. Like, MJF can really do all that, but MJF is so married to his character that he, he sticks into his, his realm of what works for him. So I love that about him. And I feel like, you know, Drake is the same way. Because Drake can go is, bar for bar with anybody. But Yeah, he can. Isn't uh, MJF an Iron Claw? I don't he's an he's executive producer, isn't he? I, no, he's I in it. I've seen a picture sure, with him. Oh, he's in Zach it. Zac Efron. He's so in I was it. like, is he oh, wow. in it? 
He's in it, and he's the executive that's, producer. We have to go see that. Crazy. I wonder if he's wearing that wig. <laughs> no, that, he is, yeah. bro. He I, is. That's the picture I saw. He had a wig on. <laughs> bro, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like, ah, uh, we're promoting the movie. Here's a wig. Nah. Put it on. He's in a movie like that? That's crazy. I'm sure it's not like a big role. It's probably like he, he plays a, a, a random wrestler that wrestles a match against one of the Von Erics or something, but... We definitely have to see that. We yeah, have. Like, we all got together, bro, as a unit. That's December twenty second. Look, if you don't know, if y- if y'all don't know about the Von Erics, man, listen, we are about to watch. What did the homie call it? He called it a. Uh, he called it Hereditary with headlocks. That's what. That's what this movie is about to be because the Von Erics story is tragic. I don't want to spoil yeah. too much. Like I don't want to. I love how I said I don't want to spoil too much. Like, it's not a true story. <laughs> but like, if you don't know the story of the Von Erics, I don't want to put too much out there before you see the movie. But just know that it's going to be tragic. Tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. But I have to see it. We got to see it. As For a sure. Unit. As yeah, a boy. unit. But look, For sure. Speaking of as a unit, we saw CM, <laughs> we saw CM Punk return as a unit. But we almost didn't. We almost didn't. Cooley had his girl with him. So he was like... He was compromised, what we like to call compromised. But we convinced him. We convinced him to pull up during the show. Yeah. And he came. He came through. Yeah, we yeah, were not man, gonna was, allow we were not gonna allow you to not pull up, man. And it was that great. Thirty five minute drive, man. That was a long drive. Actually it was forty minutes. I'm like, damn. It was forty. And look, I gotta give you your flowers. I gotta give you your flowers, Cooley. Yeah, hey, man. You called it from day one, my brother. You sure did, man. Day one, yeah, you've man. been before CM Punk was even fired by AEW, Cooley was already saying, Hey, he gonna be back in WWE. Facts. And little did we know, Cooley was correct. CM Punk I mean, is back. Survivor Series in your hometown, like, what's what's sweeter than that? You, like, you had to come back that right, day. Right, right. Like, you just had to. Yeah, man. You knew you knew better, Cooley. Is that the biggest pop of all time? It might be. I can't think of very many moments that had a pop like that. Like. I don't know, y'all. Triple H return was kind of crazy. I, it, it was crazy. Triple H. It was crazy. It was. I, don't know, I don't know if it's yeah. punk level, though. This is insanity. Like, that. like, the pop was loud, but the pop was one thing. When CM Punk came out, the pop got even louder, which I didn't think yeah. was possible because yeah. it was already loud as hell. Yo, that, yeah. that, was, that was a moment. That was a crazy, crazy, crazy moment. But I got to tell y'all out there. We almost didn't see that moment. <laughs> let me let me let me let me walk y'all through this day. Let me walk y'all through this day, right? So, like I said, Cooley was compromised. He had his girl with him, so you know they were gonna go do their own thing. Sylvan was gonna pull up to my crib and watch Survivor Series because we wanted to see CM Punk return together. But I told Cooley, like, listen, I know your girl with you, but bring your girl, man. You can't miss CM Punk's return, like. Hanging out with your girl, man. Come, come be with the fellas. Bring her. We can all watch. Cooley was like, I bet. So we get around to like 4.30, 4.45. It's Black Friday weekend. So I'm at the mall. I, I'm doing my thing. I'm Christmas shopping. I'm just like hanging out. I don't realize the time. I think I don't know if it was Sylvan or Cooley, but somebody hit me in a group chat. And they're like, yo, I'm on the way. I check and I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot. These dudes are pulling up to my crib right now and I'm not anywhere near the crib. So I'm running through the mall. I'm pushing people out the way like I'm uh, like I'm Sinbad and Jingle all the way. Classic. I, 
Oh, one of the one of the greatest Classic. movies ever. One Classic. of the greatest movies. Top tier Christmas Turbo, movies. Hey, ter- I wanted a Turbo Man toy, and Turbo Man wasn't even a real thing, bro. Yeah. Facts. Facts. I still want a Turbo Man toy. Just for the credit. Facts. Need that, dog. Facts. But either way, I get home. I get home, and I'm only a little bit late. Like I'm maybe five, ten minutes late. We all we missed was a couple entrances in the the women's war games match. But it's cool. It's cool. We get there. So we watching the show, right? During the show. All of a sudden, they start to tease Randy Orton might not be there. When this happens, we are all just collectively disappointed. Because in our minds, this means that WWE is going to pretend that Randy Orton ain't there. So when Randy Orton returns, he gets a big pop, which probably means that CM Punk is not going to be in that building. So we all disappointed at this point. And WWE is just like pushing this whole thing that Randy Orton's not going to be there. They're like driving it home. We're all disappointed. We're watching the show. The show is cool. Like Santos versus uh, Dragon Lee, right? That was, that was dope. Much. Yeah. That was um, the Miz and Gunther, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. But the whole time, it's like it's really hard to enjoy this show because the stain of CM Punk possibly not being there is just heavy on our hearts. So like we're watching the show and we're enjoying what we're seeing, but like – we're already set up for the letdown just because of this whole Randy Orton, is he there or is he, isn't he there thing. So we're like, we get to the main event, right? They're still pushing this whole thing of Randy Orton might not be there. Randy Orton comes out. I cheer. We all start cheering because we're happy to see Randy Orton. The match goes. Um, Randy hits uh, J.D. McDonald with the RKO from the top of the cage. That was ill. Crazy spot. J.D. Right. be getting his ass. JD is I love hazed, it. Yeah, poor bro. J.D., man. He's getting hazed, God. dog, for real. <laughs> They're making him get his respect. It was the like braids, early. man. Hey, yo, shouts to him with the braids, with the, you yeah. know, the certified lover boy braids. Why did he oh, have yeah. the braids? J.D., why you had the braids, bro? That's hilarious. <laughs> he really had the braids, but he, t- he took that. He ate that RKO from the top of the cage. So shout out to him. That's a very dangerous spot. Just landing head first, like from the yeah. t- that's a d- dangerous spot. So shout out to him. But Randy hits the RKO. One, two, three. The team Cody wins. And at this point, Michael Cole is on the microphone saying that, you know, make sure you stay tuned for the Survivor Series wrap-up show. At this point, we're all so disappointed. I'm looking at Sylvan. Sylvan looking at me. Cooley looking oh, at gonna come out. He's going to come out at the end, man. Nah, man. I'm like, bro, this is nah, it. This we is was, really we it. Was, it was really, we was, we was all collectively like, nah, Ray this White. ain't happening, bro. Nah, we was, I was like, this is it. So I grabbed the remote. I'm ready to turn the show off. And Sylvan's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Sean Rossap just tweeted, my stance has changed. And we're like. Okay, what does this mean? Did he t- did he tweet that like an hour ago? Or what's the deal? Sylvan's like, nah, he just tweeted it right out. I'm like, nah, ain't ain't shit going on. So I'm looking. We watching the TV. The copyright logo appears at the bottom of the screen, and this is where I'm like, yo, I can't wait to come in here Friday and shit on WWE. I'm like so mad. We are so upset that CM Punk is not gonna return. I got the remote. I'm aiming it at the TV. I'm ready to turn the goddamn TV off. And what do you know? Cult of personality came on those live speakers. I tell you, we lost it in my crib, bro. I jumped up. I ran into the hallway. Ain't shit in my hallway, but I had to just run somewhere because that's what black people do. When when we get excited, we just got to run. So I jump up. I run into my hallway. Sylvan jump up. He's screaming and clapping. Let's go. Let's go. Sylvan kick. I mean, Sylvan. Cooley is kicking. <laughs> he going, 
Cooley's girl is sitting on the couch looking at us like, what the hell is going on? Like, she does not understand the gravity of this moment, but we <laughs> are losing our minds. CM Punk is back. My neighbors is beating on the wall. They mad because we too loud, but, like, we don't care. CM Punk is back in WWE. I am still shocked. It's been a week. I am still shocked. I can't believe it. I sat here on this couch and I said that it wouldn't happen, but WWE has surprised me. They have surprised the world. Hell has frozen over. CM Punk is back in WWE. How do we feel about it? How do we feel about it? Sheesh. Sheesh. Oh, man. I mean, like you said, Quan, like, I can't believe it still. Like, wow, it's been nine years, man. Nine, ten years nine. since he's been back. Since the pipe bomb. And I, I always said that he... I can't imagine him ever even coming back to wrestling, period. So I was still shocked when he went right. back to AEW. So to, for him to come back to WWE is still is still unbelievable. But um, I'm happy about it. I'm happy to see um, what he's you know capable of doing. Um, I'm happy that I want him to prove the world wrong because we know his past. We know how he is in the locker room. We know. We've seen it countless numbers of times. But... <laughs> Hey, we're already seeing it. <laughs> we're already seeing it. We see how some people responding to this return. <laughs> yeah, man. People and are Kevin are, Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens is not feeling it. He's <laughs> yeah. not feeling it. I'm yeah, but his game, best friends bro. are the Bucks, man. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah the elite, man. Come on. What are we talking about? Yeah, like, and on, then um, as we saw that Seth Rollins, that was a work. Apparently. I think it was a work. Yeah, I think it was a work. A work. Seth, yeah. Seth was like, he had to be held back by Corey Graves. And like, yeah. he's like, Yelling F you, throwing the middle finger up, and it's like, yo, this is kind of crazy, but I think it might have been the work. I don't know. I mean, I'm still happy he's back. Uh, I see a lot of people that used to watch wrestling is happy that he's back and going to start tapping back in. I'm like, this is insane, man. This is a huge move for WWE. CM Punk, Chicago made punk, is a needle mover. And listen, I don't know. And I don't know how people felt watching Survivor Series. It was a great show. Obviously, yeah. like in hindsight, it was a great show. I don't know how people felt at home watching it. So if y'all can let me know below how y'all felt watching it. But we were very disappointed watching this show. Like, it was hard to enjoy what was happening because the stain of CM Punk possibly not being there affected how we felt about what we were seeing. So now looking back, obviously, with CM Punk return, it's like, yeah, that was a great show. But at the time, it was like... Are they really gonna do this Randy Orton angle to us, man? Are that is this that overbooked WWE stuff? Because it, it almost felt like the the MJF ambulance angle from Full Gear. Like <laughs> Randy Orton might not be here; he's not answering the phone. We were so disappointed, bro. Like I I swear, at some point, I looked at Sylvan and I said, "Yo, I can't wait to come in here and shit on WWE this Friday." Like I was so mad, only for CM Punk to really return. That's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't understand that Randy Orton's not here angle, though, after Twitter and Instagram was posting that he's going to return. So I was like, what are they doing? What's going on here? What are we talking about? <laughs> it was like, why? This is unnecessary. Yeah. Sylvan. CM Punk, man. He's back. Look, man, feel? when I call CM Punk a cancer and a disease <laughs> and I ran it on him. Oh, he's, the- he's about to walk it back this quick. He's already walking it back. He's already Uh-oh. walking it back because, like, don't I'll forget, a lot of we are blocked. <laughs> we are blocked by CM Punk for a reason. Uh, you and know the reason I, his name is Sylvan. You know what I mean, look, man. You know, I. You know, look. I said it. I said it from the beginning. I said, I said all those things, and then what did I say right after? 
but I would love to see that guy in WWE. So I'm happy. I think this is great for business. Um, I love that he's made this move. I love the fact that he had to go to AEW to realize that he's actually a WWE guy after all. Uh, it feels very serendipitous to me. Um, and a lot of prophecy from that pipe bomb. Um, Vince McMahon's son-in-law is running the company, just as he foretold. And now he is now he is <laughs> and crazy. now it's crazy. It's and now he's back over there, more popular than he's ever been. Um, more of the man than he's ever been in his career. Um, and he's working with a guy who truly understands wrestling booking. And um, I'm really happy for Punk. I'm, I'm happy that Punk's pride didn't get in the way. Um, I know Punk has said a lot of terrible things about WWE. Oh, my God. And has uh, gone seemingly out of his way to kind of tear the company down. Um, but I'm glad he looked past that to do what's best for himself and do what's best for us, which is to be able to witness him in a myriad of classic matches that otherwise we would have just been sitting back looking like, dang, this will never happen. And now we right. get to see it. Now we get to see Punk versus Roman, Punk versus Seth, Punk versus Kevin Owens, possibly Punk versus Stone Cold. I don't know. Stone um, Punk mm. versus, I mean, P- Punk versus uh, the one I'm really excited for, honestly, Punk versus Cody. How incredible right. that's going to be, right? So I'm very excited about it. <clears throat> I'm I'm very happy that he decided to make this choice. This is good for wrestling. This is good for WWE. Um, but you know, look, the verdict is still out. <laughs> let's 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 just keep it a stack. You know, the verdict, the verdict is not inside. It's still out. And mm, we yeah. saw this same response when he went to AEW. Everything was peaches and cream. And everybody was having a good time, and he was just so great. He had all this good backstage morale. And two years later, so the, the verdict is still out for Punk. I'm very happy for you, um, Punk. But uh, you know, I like Hooli said, man. I want you to make us proud. I want you to to I want you to give us the Punk that we that we know, which is someone who stood up for good business and for great booking. And can do business in a very professional way and show up and do his job. Can you do that? We don't <laughs> We don't know. We don't know. We gonna hey, see. Hey, look. Sylvan said the verdict is still out, but I don't think that that quote even even helps you understand like the gravity of this situation. Because like when CM Punk walked into AEW, it was it, it was all peaches and cream, but it was all peaches and cream across the board, one hundred percent. Right now, with CM Punk being back in WWE, we are already starting to see a couple wrestlers, a couple guys backstage, kind of side eye and be like, uh, "I'm not, I'm not really digging this." For instance, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was asked in an interview the other day about Randy Orton returning, and he had nothing but glowing reviews for Randy Orton. He said that Randy yep. Orton is a leader backstage, without saying he's a leader. He's fun to be around. He loves having him back. He just couldn't close his mouth about Randy Orton. But then when they asked him about CM Punk's being back, he, (laughs) what was his quote? He said, I just want to have fun at work. So if that's where his mind's at, cool. That was his response to CM Punk being back, which lets me know that Kevin Owens is not very thrilled about having to work with CM Punk again. And I'm seeing a lot of those sentiments like in other people. Drew McIntyre doesn't seem like he's very thrilled about 
CM Punk being back. Yeah, but we, we all know what that's about. We know what that true stuff yeah, about. It's, it's a whole you lot of contract that, situations. Yeah, deeper than the Dougie. It, yeah. <laughs> and I feel him. And I feel him. <laughs> what? <laughs> deeper than the Dougie? What is it? Deeper than the Dougie, man. When, when, when things is deep, it's deeper than the Dougie. Hey, and I feel, and, and I honestly, I feel Drew McIntyre on that because it's like, how are you not gonna re up on my contract yet? But you went and signed CM Punk. I know CM Punk ain't come cheap. Like y'all had to give him some bread. So where my money at? That's man. that's probably how that's probably how um, Drew McIntyre is feeling. But yeah, like it's not seeming like a, a lot of that. A lot of the rocker room are digging this. So how long will this last? Do I mean, no. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because when we talked to Big E on our last podcast, he was very adamant that, like, hey, man, when you when you're speaking about Punk, um, you either feel incredible about him, like he's the best <laughs> guy ever, easiest guy to work with, or you hate his guts. And we're seeing it. We're seeing it in real time when we see these wrestlers speak about him returning. It's either this guy is the easiest person to ever work with, uh, one of the most charming, incredibly kind guys ever, or it's guys like Kevin Owens who are just like trying to keep it PC because they know how they really feel about him. Um, yeah. I don't know how long that lasts, but this is a different company. This is a different type of management. Um, but so was AEW. Yeah, but AEW, the difference between both, you know, is that AEW is run by the Asylum. And let's just keep it a being. Like, you got wrestlers for EVPs. Tony is a new business owner in terms of running a wrestling company. He's learning just like everybody else is learning. Uh, this isn't that. We're looking at guys who know what they're doing, who have been in the business. And Punk has adapted to the WWE style of doing business. And I think he needed to see what life would actually be like with him in a different company with the quote unquote ideals that he thought he represented and what that actually looks like and be like, oh, you know what? This is actually what I really think about the business. Right. And so him coming back to WWE to me is like him humbling himself and letting go of his pride and saying, you know what? I went around the world. I, I, I did some things, learned some things about myself and, you know, things seem to have changed and be a different company now. Let's see if we can get jiggy. So I'm not mad at the guy. <clears throat> not at know, all, man. I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Cooley. You think this is going to last, bro? It's going to last, man. You really believe this is going to last? <laughs> I believe Cooley now like, more than anything. So look it, man. Cooley say it's going to last, it's going to last. Yeah, Cooley's right is, a lot of times, bro. Cooley say it's going to last. Look at yeah. man. Like, why, why go through all this trouble, all this havoc, just to come back to a company that you literally slandered in the past for like for what what is the reason you, you could have just stayed retired you could have just rolled off but then again why would you want your legacy to be you know yeah yeah what what happened with AEW so he he got to rebuild that mm. and i feel like i feel like this run is going to rebuild that legacy look i hate to say this i hate i hate to say this but y'all sound mighty optimistic right now and like don't forget, the things we have said about CM Punk <clears throat> on this podcast are well-documented. They're on YouTube right now. We can go back to, like, episode 7, episode 8. We, we, we've all voiced our opinions on CM Punk the person. So it's like, I know that we all happy and we're optimistic about this working now, but at the end of the day, history is history. Like, we've seen how it went with CM Punk the first time around, led to him getting fired on his wedding day. 
We saw how it worked out in AEW. Led to him getting fired a couple days after the biggest show in AEW history. And it's like, what from that makes you believe that this won't end the very same way? Like, that's just what I want to know. Like, do we think that CM Punk changed who he was in the last month? I think I think I'm gonna be honest. Let's be real. I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm just gonna keep it a stack. I think CM Punk is finally in a place right now where he's where he is where he he who he where he is who he always thought he should be. Like he always wanted to be the number one guy, and when he was the number one guy in WWE, it didn't feel like he was completely the number one guy because we had Cena. You know, yeah. or we had mm. Randy Orton, or he was he had a makeshift world heavyweight title reign that you know didn't really amount to much. Even when that's he had his... that's that title reign was fire. Let's not do that. That title no, I'm just, title I'm... reign was incredible. <clears throat> I'm not yeah, saying I'm not saying I'm not saying it wasn't incredible. Like the 445 day one was yeah. incredible, but like the the first the one main he guy had, was Cena. Yeah, but the main guy was Cena. And then the first one he had, let's not forget, like that was he did some cool things, but it didn't feel like they were treating him like the champion. And I feel like. Now he's entered the company as the number one guy. This guy has three of the slots Slowly in merch. Rose. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, like, we're not going to deny he, facts. He's the number God. one guy right now, man. Like, I'm just saying, this is what he's always wanted. Like, are over we over LA Knight? Over LA Knight, bro. I don't over Cody. See. Over Cody Rhodes. Okay, Cody Rhodes so is still I don't want to. Cody Rhodes. I don't want to knock y'all off your high horse. I'm sorry, and I don't want to sound not, like I'm being I, negative about I, this. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that Punk is back, but I'm. I'm not saying that. I'm, look, I'm not. He's trying, not the number one guy. Like I'm right not, overnight. Come on, I'm man. not. I'm not. I'm not trying to like. I'm not saying this in a sense of being like I believe that. Right. I'm saying that in a sense of like the perception. Like okay. he's really into the perception of things. Right. Like he returned at Survivor Series. He's the number one guy, biggest pop. I got the top merch selling thing. Like, I feel like this is where he's always wanted to be. This is how he's always wanted to be treated. This is where he always believed that he should be at. And he's fought for that. The same way Stone Cold fought for that. The same way The Rock fought for that. The same way Triple H fought for that. But for some reason, he just could never cut through because of John Cena. And now right. this is the time. So <laughs> I think that I'm if Cena, any reason man. why he would stay is because he feels like he's finally being treated how he thinks he should be treated. And that's real. I, I understand it. I that's mean, the only reason I could give it. Uh, I will. I, I will say, John Cena Part Two. John Cena Junior. is is on that roster right now, and his name is Cody Rhodes. And I do want to remind y'all that CM Punk having the number one selling shirt in the company. It sounds good when you say it, but it's misleading. He has the number one selling shirt in the company right now for this week. But it's like overall, we all know who moves the most merch. His name is Cody Rhodes. So make sure you put some respect on Cody Rhodes' name. I'm not even a Cody Rhodes fan like that, but like we're not just gonna pretend that CM Punk walked back into the company and now Cody Rhodes is yesterday's news. He's still the John Cena of today. Like, let's just be clear about that. But yeah, man, it's two, I don't, it's two ways. It's two ways this CM Punk thing can go, man. He either either can go like Shawn Michaels' second run. We all seen the second round. Yeah. No, no. Or um, <laughs> Ultimate Warriors 1996 round. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's oh, not going to have an Ultimate Warriors 1996 It can go either way. That's all I'm saying. I, 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 th- I, I hope it's the it's the HBK side, you know, not I, I th- Ultimate Warriors. I, I, just think, I just think the stars have aligned for CM Punk selfishly in a way that he's always wanted them to. And when you're when – you're, Ultimately, we got to look at things like this, right? Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? 
The only difference between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock is, I mean, Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin and the CM Punk is that Stone Cold Steve Austin was treated like he was Stone Cold Steve Austin when he started getting hot. Yeah. He was the guy. There was no, oh, like, I have the championship, but, oh, The Rock is here. Or, oh, I'm doing this, but, you know, this person is getting all the all the acclaim. Like, he was the guy. He was the hottest selling draw in wrestling. And I think Punk was has been severely, like, frustrated at that fact that no matter how high he tried to climb, there was just always a John Cena. There was always something... There was always something going on that wasn't the main event. It was always The Rock pulling up and headlining WrestleMania. It's just like, yo, he's not being celebrated for who he is. And he goes to AEW and, you know, figures maybe he can do it over there and then realizes that he's not aligned with their business sense. And now he's pulling back up and he's finally being seen as the guy that he's always wanted to be. And in my opinion, if he is going to stay, I don't know. But if he is going to stay, that would be the reason. It's that he feels he's being treated how he should be. That sounds like read, punk to me. You know? Did y'all read the rumors of uh, apparently there's like a behavior clause or something in his contract? Yeah, I read that. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I wonder what that even looks like. That's like, yo, crazy. if he gets out of line, we can fire him with no pay like immediately. Like, what does that even look like? He's a very passionate guy, man, about his craft and his work. That's, yeah. that's all that it is. You got to be a wild boy, though, to have a behavior clause in your contract. That's like some Draymond Green shit. Like, damn, yeah. punk. <laughs> but I don't know yeah. if it's true or not. Hopefully hopefully this works out because I, I, we all know CM Punk is my favorite wrestler of all time. I am very documented on this podcast of saying that. So I really do want this to work out. But... At the same time, I just don't want to be naive and kind of ignore the entire history of CM Punk. It has never worked out. Like, just being honest, it has never worked out anywhere with CM Punk. It works out for a little while, but eventually CM Punk turns into CM Punk, and we get CM Punk things. We get him choking Jungle Boy backstage. We get him going on Coke Cabana's podcast and airing out all the dirty laundry in the company. We get fights with Hangman Page and the, the, the Young Bucks, so it's like, I can't ignore all that and just pretend like, oh, he's back in the company I love, so everything's going to be fine, like you two fellas are doing right now. But I really hope it does because, like I said, I love seeing – don't give me that face. That's kind of what you're doing, Sylvan. That's not what you I said. Here. You sat here on, on, on this podcast and said CM Punk is a cancer. He's a virus. Matter of I, fact, I still we, are, that, block- by the we way. are blocked. We are blocked <laughs> by CM Punk to this day. Because of that rant, that I rant. still believe. I still believe that, by the way. I and I apologize to Punk, and I still believe that, by the way. Like, look, CM Punk is Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent doesn't start every beef he has. In fact, I don't think Fifty Cent has really started any beef that he's had. But it's a common denominator in how he responds versus how other people respond. Right. And I think it's a common denominator in how Punk responds versus how maybe let's say a Randy Orton will respond or somebody else will respond. You know, and because of that. We got to call it for what it is. Like, he may be vindicated and have his righteousness as to why he does what he does, but it's a common denominator. It is CM Punk. And do I think he's still a cancer? Do I think he could be a virus? Absolutely, bro. It hasn't worked out anywhere that he's gone. But I think the reason why it hasn't is because he hasn't been seen who as the draw that he feels he actually is. And this run feels like he might actually be that guy. AEW gave him his, his own show. Yeah, after he how, went how a, much more could you make somebody the guy? Bro, <laughs> like, like bro, what are we talking about? Bro, CM Punk, CM Punk. At the end of the day, when he was in AEW, 
like you said, Quan, and I and, and you know, I gotta give this back to you because I remember when Punk first debuted and he was doing all these side mission feuds, I was like, yeah. Oh, give it some time. Yeah. Let him just, you know, run around and put up other people over. It'll be good for the company. It makes them feel like it makes these other guys feel like they get a little bit of a rub. That wasn't the right move. Waited a whole year it and then got the championship and then problems started happening. So I just think that in this scenario and in this case, I think that he's being he's being positioned to where he's always wanted to be. It's no different, in my opinion, in a lot of ways than Cody Rhodes. Like Cody Rhodes left, you know what I mean? But he left on his own terms. He asked for his release and then he just got to work. And then he started mm-hmm. doing a bunch of stuff. Yep. And then he went to AEW and then he realized, oh, you know what? This may not be the environment that I need to be in. Let me go back to WWE. The only difference between a Cody Rhodes and a CM Punk is that CM Punk was in WWE and felt he should be treated differently based off of who he is as a top draw in the company. And since he didn't feel that way, he left and he left with his mouth open and disappeared from wrestling because there wasn't any type of alternative. Right. Let's just keep it a stack, right? Right. So I still feel he's a cancer. I still feel he's a virus. He's a virus. I did apologize to him because I didn't see the perspective of <laughs> AEW. But the verdict is still out. For all I know, he could have a wrong booking decision, and then it's just back to you know heat in the back seat. You know, heat in the backstage, <laughs> and right. you know, CM Punk has problems with Kevin Owens. They just got to talk fist fight. Next. I don't hey, know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. But I do feel like. This is CM Punk's last chance. At the end of the day, last. everything else it might be cute, but at the end of the day, this is CM Punk's last chance. He already, yeah. he already, excuse my language, but he already fucked this up once. He went over to AEW, left that bad taste in our mouths. Pause. pause. So it's like now that he's back in WWE, pause. if it goes bad here, we might not ever see CM Punk get another job. Like if CM Punk's run in WWE doesn't go the way that we we feel it should go. And he ends up fired or disgruntled. We might never see CM Punk in Impact or anywhere else. That might just be a closed door. So I'm sure CM Punk is very well aware that this is his last chance to make a lasting impression on wrestling fans and a positive impression at that. So hopefully it goes well, man. I want to see it go well. But like I said, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. CM Punk, don't let me down, man. I love you. I love you like a brother. You my guy. I've been watching you since Ring of Honor 2004. I remember the wars that you had with Samoa Joe. I remember the wars that you had with Nigel McGuinness and Brian Danielson. Like, I remember all that. Don't let me oh, down, CM Brian Punk. Danielson. No. <laughs> we mm. going to get into Brian Danielson <laughs> later. But, yo, huh. Tellinson, I don't know what you was on, my brother. Man. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe I got to come on this podcast and, like, trash Brian Danielson, but that was... Yes, you do, brother. Moving like a sucker, bro. Moving like a sucker, but we're going to get into that oh. later. But I want to know how y'all feel about CM Punk being back, man. Is this going to last? Is, is everything all ha- holding hands and whistling Dixie? and Or is this going to go bad? Is this going to go bad like it always does with CM Punk? Let us know down below how you feel. Listen. Moment of truth is here. Tony Khan, the moment oh, of God. truth is here. Tony, Tony Khan. Khan, you know what I mean? Look, brother, what you is know, it with your beef with Tony Khan, bro? I want better for Tony, Tony Khan. Khan so I'm on his head top. I need, I need him to do better. I'm on his head top until he does better, man. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd be, bro. If this, if we had this podcast in 2000 and like 15, 16, 
I'd be on Vince's head top like crazy, bro. Mm. Nah, you would have been I on think Dixie we, Carter's head top. <laughs> yo, I would, yeah, I be on Dixie Carter's head top for sure. Yeah, hey, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm Dixie Carter, so. I these days. I ain't gonna hold you. Hey, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. You know what I mean? But you know, look, if if, if this was 2011, bro, if we had this, if we had a pod, if we even had the foresight to have a podcast in 2008, I'd be talking about Vince every single podcast, man. and um. <laughs> Bro, we Look, all would be, man. Bro, you know, Tony Khan doesn't get this exemption. Um, it, The moment of truth is here, Tony Khan, AEW. AEW fans, I also want to talk to you guys as well. Let's just keep this a stack. It's time for you guys to have your moment of truth and your moment of clarity. You are not a sports entertainment company. Now, I know you guys like to fancy yourself as a pro wrestling company, but the fact of the matter is, and I've talked about this before, you guys – move subconsciously like a sports entertainment company you hire sports entertainers you hire guys who come from wwe you try to put them in position to be in major feuds in fact one of the most interesting feuds that's happening in your company right now is edge versus christian i mean my god come on (laughs) my goodness and not and not a prime edge and a prime christian um uh you know two guys who i love and respect uh, and even though I do th- think Christian is very much in his prime in terms of um, facts, in terms of like his character. work and his character work, it's incredible, man. I, this is the Christian we've always wanted to see. But, you know, these guys are very much, you know, they're at the tail end of their career, man. Like we know that they're going to they're, they're going to retire out t- together, man. And um, look, punk. I mean, man, where do I start with you, Tony? Tony, like you fumbled. <laughs> I knew this would be your angle. Bro, I knew this you would fumbled, be your angle, wow. bro. You fumbled Plot Cody. Twist. You fumbled Cody Rhodes, bro. For 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 the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Okay. Respectfully. You watched him become a star. You fumbled Jay Cargill. And I don't think you had any type of bag that could have kept her there. She just was not gonna stay there. And that 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 partly isn't even in your it isn't even your fault. She has money. She doesn't really need your open bank account. Like she's trying to be great, and maybe she just feels like she can't be over at AEW to do that. So she went to the other side. But man, you you fumbled CM Punk, man, over some EVPs, bro. Over Kenny and the Young Bucks, bro. Like I, good. You know what? Good. And, you know, I want to add more to this, right? Because recently we just ha- we just found out about QT Marshall. And QT Marshall, in my opinion, was one of your integral pieces to storytelling and training wrestlers. And he comes from the cloth of sports entertainment as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to get too much into that. <clears throat> but he also represents a line of other people that come from the sports entertainment cloth, like the William Regals who only stood around for a year or so mm-hmm. um, that you also left, um, that also left the company as well. So it shows to me that you guys at AEW behind the scenes, Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, the young bucks, all the executives, you don't want this style of booking. You don't want this style of approaching wrestling to your wrestling product. I fully understand. Yet you guys act like you want to compete. You act like you want to keep continuing to be on their head tops and you keep signing their leftover talent. No disrespect to anybody that's over there, especially you, Swerve Strickland. I'm very glad that you are doing all of the great things that you need to do over there because, quite honestly, I don't know if 
the window of opportunity you had in WWE, you would have been able to do that. So this isn't about that. My problem, Tony, and my problem, AEW fans, is that you guys are a pro wrestling company, but you don't book like a pro wrestling company. You book like you're trying to be a poor man sports entertainment company. You kind of do like half, excuse my language, half ass storylines that haven't really been as compelling. They don't really go anywhere. You kind of have half ass feuds. And the reality is that you really just want to book matches, competitive matches, in and out. You don't really want to build a lot of things. You don't really want to take the time to create vignettes. You don't really want to take the time to have recognizable character work um, beyond the wrestling space. And so can you take this time and this moment to humble yourself five years in to realize, okay, we're not a sports entertainment company. We actually are an alternative product because you guys aren't moving like that. And it shows you're kicking out all the people that know how to advance a wrestling product beyond that. And if you don't want that, then when are you guys going to be actually truthful with yourselves that you're just a wrestling company? That you're just a professional wrestling company. What What's the identity behind All Elite Wrestling? I know the identity behind Impact. I know the identity behind New Japan Pro Wrestling. I know the identity behind WWE. I don't really know if I know the identity behind All Elite. And the reason is because a large amount of your identity is tied to WWE. It's tied to the fact that you wanted to create a product that was all that was better than the competition because WWE was in a dumps at the time. So much so you brought Chris Jericho to be your first AEW champion. Le champion. You had Cody Rhodes in the mix, a former WWE person. And now that that's over, now that WWE is hotter than it's ever been, this is the hottest WWE has probably been since 99, 98, 99. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Now that that's the case, how are you going to dig in your heels and really begin to define who you are as a company? Because let's get, let's, let's, let you guys aren't competitive. You're not competing with WWE. That is not the case anymore. If there's anything about your numbers, your talent, your approach to wrestling, it has nothing on WWE as a product currently. And let's just keep that a stack. And the reason is because you've been mm. trying, let's keep that a stack. It's because you've been trying mm. to compete. You've been trying to compete with the product. You've been trying to compete with the product. Now you're in ring. Great. In ring, incredible. Yeah, the quality of the show is still great. It's so just... why, so why can't we continue to figure out how to expand beyond that? Why can't we start that there as the base of what your company is really known for? Because right now it just feels like a wrestling company with some promise and some and some really passionate fans who refuse to go back to the other side. That's what it feels like to me. I just don't feel like. All Elite really has an identity right now. And Eh, that's my TED Talk. That's my TED Talk. I feel like this is the time. If there was ever a time with CM Punk leaving, with Cody Rhodes leaving, and I'm pretty sure there are going to be more talent that's leaving. And then with QT Marshall out of the picture, I don't really know what you guys are doing. I don't know what's going going on over there. I don't know the conversations are happening. I don't even know what compels you, Tony Khan, to have to fire CM Punk over a Jack Perry it was more than Jack Perry, man. Jack Perry was like the final straw, but it was a lot that led up to that, man. Like everybody was saying, fire him. Over yeah, like, Jack I, Perry, we, we even said that he should have been yeah. fired. So let's not. 
over like, a Jack Perry. We did. <laughs> and what I'm saying, and I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that your decisions have to start aligning with the ethos of your company. And it doesn't. Like the decisions that Tony Khan is making right now, okay. it tells me that he's not a sports entertainment company. But but the booking and how he talks online and how he acts towards WWE, it shows me that he wants to be them. So, like, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one mic? Is it Black Girl Lost or is it Shorty Give Me Some Ice? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been real all my life. One mic. <laughs> but are you being real with yourself, Tony Khan? Are you being real with who you are and what company you actually have? Because right okay, now so you have a professional wrestling company. So That's my TED Talk. Cooley, you got anything you want to say to this man? I was gonna say we 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 know what AEW's identity is, and it's three words: well, it's World cool. Championship know, Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on stop, Cooley. That's yeah. the, yeah. that do that. What are we talking I, about? Come on, Cooley. Come on, come man. on. You have to say that. I mean, you're not wrong, but you know you didn't have to say you that. You know, know <laughs> there. Good lord. I mean, no sugarcoating over here, baby. It's facts. Damn. Though. Damn. Okay. So here's my thing. How old is is AEW? Uh, five years going into five, they're all, six. There's only they're only five years old. Yeah, I feel like sometimes we forget that fact. AEW is absolutely having identity issues right now. I will agree with that 100. percent But they're only five years old. They're they're still figuring this thing out. I think the issue right now with AEW is they are trying to please everybody. Like, we all know WWE ha- is their firm in their sports entertainment. At some point in 2000, what, 13 or whatever, they, they understood that they were going to be an entertainment company whose baseline was pro wrestling. And they ran with that until the wheels fell off. Over in AEW, they're trying to please the sports entertainment fans while being true to pro wrestling at its core. And because of that, it almost becomes a disconnect. Like when we saw, when we were at Full Gear, for instance, right? The entire show was just pro wrestling after pro wrestling after pro wrestling after pro wrestling. But then we got to the main event, and the main event stuck out like a sore thumb because the main event was all sports entertainment. It was a fake injury, it was the ambulance pulling up. That was the type of stuff that is for the kids. That's the type of stuff that WWE does. It's not the type of stuff that most people tune into AEW to see. But AEW is trying to please them, and they're trying to please the pro wrestling fans. At some point, AEW needs to decide whether they want to be a sports entertainment company and try to grab the same fans that WWE has, or if they want to be a pro wrestling company and just cater to pro wrestling only and leave sports entertainment alone. Because you can't have one foot in and one out. You can't half-ass it. Because what you do when you do that is you ostracize the fan base, and you make people feel like, they're going to push back against when you do this side because they want that side. And that's what we saw. When we saw the, the MJF injury angle, the sports entertainment angle, we saw AEW fans who love AEW pushing back against AEW because that's not what they want to see. You don't want to turn your fans off your product like that. So you need to decide today whether you want to be sports entertainment or whether you want to be New Japan Pro Wrestling but in the U.S. And I feel like once we make that decision, we can go forward very smoothly. But you, the thing is, you got to make that decision. You can't just have one foot in and one out. You can't try to please both sides. So it's never going to work. So you guys truly believe that both can never work at the same time? You can have elements of both, but you can't just like try to. It's like you got to 
Look at Drake. I hate to call, compare them to Drake because Drake is Drake, and obviously Drake is like the biggest artist in the industry. But like, look at Drake. There's a certain fan base that wants straight up raps from Drake. They want the Alchemist beats. They want the Benny the Butcher features. That's what they want from Drake. Drake can do all that. If Drake wanted to give us that, he can give us that. But at some point, Drake decided who he was, and that was the pop star. That was the biggest artist in the industry. That was the guy who was making songs for women, making songs for young teens and girls that they they can play on the radio over and over and over. Drake decided he was that. So he lives in that. Now, every now and then, he might give us one of those boom-back records that we want to hear. But at the end of the day, Drake is always going to be true to Drake. And that's what AEW needs to do. Be true to who you are. Don't don't sports entertain it. Don't sports entertain us to death and try to do what WWE does. Just do your New Japan style wrestling and leave that to the other side. Leave the sports well, entertainment to WWE. Yeah, that's what they want, man. You know, this isn't w- I, and I, you know, and I, I know we were just joking before, but this isn't WCW. WCW was a sports entertainment company. It just was. You know, it really was a sports entertainment company. They were sports entertaining better than WWE at a certain point. And that's the reason why they were able to win in those ratings for three years. But with AEW, they're caught in in between. They don't really know what it is. I mean, I feel like their heart and soul is based in professional wrestling. But I think their asp but their aspirations, Tony, I mean, Tony's a billionaire. He wants to he wants to compete. So his aspirations are we want to be the next WWE. Let's just keep and that you can't work out. You can't you can't be living both. You gotta pick one. I hate I hate the I hate the the feel of these AEW topics because they always sound so negative. Like at the end of the day, we have to realize that AEW is not in a bad spot. Like obviously, like no. yeah. But the the tone of these conversations is always like what AEW is doing wrong. At the end of the day, AEW is never going to be WWE. WWE is a mega mega machine. It's a giant at the top of the game. AEW can try to compete with that, and they might have some wins here and there. But at the end of the day, AEW is never going to be WWE, and that's okay. They're still averaging more viewers than most wrestling companies ever have. They're still having more bigger audiences than most companies ever have. They're fine I, being the number two company. They I, ain't got to compete with WWE I, and be I, on WWE's level, man. Yeah, the, the problem is that that's how you feel. You know what I mean? That's how you feel, Quan. You know, that's how I feel. That's how I genuinely feel, but that's not how they feel. You know they they don't they don't. But don't do put we this, know that? Now nah, we, we know, know that, that for sure. We know that, that they don't How put we this, know that. How we know, you know that? We know, we know, Tony Khan don't put his swag on, being like, you know what? We're doing a great job with what we have over here. We really respect WWE. We love what they're doing over here, and we, this is what we're doing over here. It's always problems. It's always animosity. It's always this. Always that. Always some slickness. Always some major announcement that he's making. Always something that we got to pay attention to. It's like, bro, like we don't need that. We know, we know, we know the nuances. It's what you say. It's one thing to to say one thing, and then it's another thing to deliver it in a certain way. And the way that Tony Khan delivers things, it's as if he's just not satisfied. But he's not forget, satisfied. Tony Khan is a, a promoter. He's promoting his product. That's not a great way to promote. That's not a great way to promote. Let me let me just. That's not a great way to promote. That's a terrible way to promote. You know, a great way to promote would be like you know we, we do professional wrestling over here, and we would love to have a relationship with WWE. In fact, we would love to have a relationship with any wrestling company that's down to have a relationship with us. That's great promotion. That's called playing the Forty Eight Laws of Power. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing that really well right now, Tony Khan. Instead, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And now you're getting to a point where a, a, there's a good amount of your day ones that are beginning to turn and question your product. That's a problem. I see problems. 
I have to see these problems because I want better. I, bro, this is objective. So, we on a podcast. If WWE is tripping, we be in here, and everybody in WWE is getting that slammer. You said yeah, it yourself. Facts. I can't wait to get on this pod and chew <laughs> out did. WWE if I, Punk yep, don't pull I up. Did. So yep. if AEW is slipping, they got to get chewed out too, man. Ain't no okay, so politics look, in here. So answer this question then. What side should AEW lie on? Do you want them to be a sports entertainment company, or should they triple down on pro wrestling? What, my, what, do, what would you want from them? In my opinion, yes. in my opinion, I want them to be a sports entertainment company. That's facts. I really do. I think that they have the potentiality to really compete if they actually choose to do so. But their actions show me that they don't want to be. And that's cool. If they don't want to be that, then they should just continue to double down on being a pro wrestling company. If you want to fire William Regal and QT Marshall and get rid of your biggest stars ever, cool. If you want to make a big announcement about the one of the most talented wrestlers ever being signed, period, to your company, and we've seen him five times in that company already, cool. <laughs> Like that's good, but don't. Shout but out to don't, Will Ospreay, man. Shout, shout out to Will, Will Ospreay. You know what I mean? Cool. You know what I mean? And on top, and on top of that, you know why I hated that announcement? No disrespect, Will Ospreay. But it's like, bro, don't come up here and be like, yo, I still got to finish out my time with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But then once I'm yeah, done with I'll that, be I'll be back over next here. Next year, though, like we could have saved like, this what are we next doing? year. Then, what are we doing, like, bro? What are we doing, yeah. bro? What are we doing? Like you don't that wouldn't happen in WWE. But you know that's just me though. That's that's me wanting wanting AEW to be to reach to that potential. But clearly they don't want that. Clearly they want to be a professional wrestling company. They should cool. be a professional wrestling company. Yeah, they should. They because I, should. I, I, because that, I mean, that's what people that don't want the, the corniness or whatever you want to call it, look for. So they turn, they tune into AEW and that's where most of the wrestlers sign to because that's what they want to do. They don't want the, you know, the scripts and all these storylines. You, you know what? You know what? Et cetera, et cetera. You know I, what? I, I, I agree I, with Cooley. You, you know what? Quan, Quan's going to hate me for this, but, you know, AEW is like J. Cole before Forest Hills Drive. Remember when J. Watch Cole what you say. was- Watch what you say, bro. Remember when, remember when J. Cole was out here, you know what I mean, wearing chains- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And had on like you know, the, had on the and had on like the Gucci like you know slippers and the Versace, trying to, yeah, and try, on, the, and on the red carpet, on the Versace, I, I like on the red you carpet. You know what I like mean? Trying to be, this. trying to be something that he wasn't. You know what I mean? And then once he got to Forest Hills Drive, he was like, "Yo, why am I trying to conform to all of these ideals that have been pressured on me? How about I just be who I am and be the artist that I've always been?" And now he's bigger than ever. Now he's he's revered and a light. That truly suits who he truly is. And I feel like if AEW could just get past trying to be WWE and just double down on who they really are, which is some sports, which, sorry, not sports entertainment, which is some but, real pro wrestling guys, we could probably see their true potential rise. But you just said you want them to do sports entertainment. Just because that's I want what, it doesn't mean that's what they should do. <laughs> I want Drake to rap on 50,000 Dusty Beats, but I don't think he should do oh. it. Like facts, I'm, that's facts, not facts. like absolutely not. You know, that's just me being a fan. But you know, yeah. he shouldn't listen to me. He should listen to his product. He's a businessman. AEW definitely needs to live their truth. Just be a pro wrestling company. Yes. At the end of the day, come on, you're bro. never gonna out WWE. WWE. WWE is like I said, they're the mega giant. You're not gonna out WWE. WWE. And people don't tune in to AEW to see WWE. They want an alternative. So live. In that alternate alternative universe, just be be an alternative, be the place that we turn on to watch incredible matches. We don't care if there's a storyline there or not. Which I mean, we just saw Swerve versus Hangman. That incredible uh, storyline mm, with that wow. made that match so much better. Chef's because storylines are kind of you know what we look for. But at the end of the day, 
that's what WWE is known for. So leave that all behind. Live in being the company that people go to to see great wrestling. Be an alternative because why why would I watch AEW if they're doing the same thing that WWE is doing when WWE is right there on the other channel? I feel like, like all I feel like all elite should just really be about who's the best wrestler of all time. And facts. it should be just that. They should live it on should that. Just, they should just oh, live yeah. on that. Like everyone like wins and losses matter. Like they're already kind of doing it, but they should just really live in that. Like forget the storylines, cool. forget the hatred, like right. who's the best? Like who's I'm I'm cool wrestler? with seeing a show where there's like not even a single time of like mic like no no mic time, no storylines, nothing. Just the entire show is just wrestling after wrestling after wrestling. Now, if the ratings tank, so be it. But like at the end of the day, you got to pick a side. You can't have one foot in and one out. But look, before we get off this topic, Sylvan, I do want to speak towards something that you said earlier because I have an issue with it because I see the same sentiments from a lot of other fans online. I'm tired of people running with this whole dropped ball or this whole fumble. Like AEW fumbled this person. They fumbled that person. They fumbled this person. True things. Sometimes things just don't work out. Like, for instance, no, just listen, just listen, just listen, just listen. Because I'm, 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 I'm on WWE side with this as well as AEW. For instance, I can I can name two wrestlers: Jade Cargill and Swerve Strickland. There's a specific fan base that says, "Oh, I can't believe Tony Khan fumbled Jade Cargill." At the end of the day. Jay Cargill presents as a star. She looks like a million bucks. Her ceiling was what her ceiling was in AEW because AEW can only get her so far. AEW is a company that focuses on pro wrestling. WWE is more of an entertainment company. And at the end of the day, that's what Jay Cargill wants to do. Jay Cargill wants to be an entertainer. Jay Cargill wants to cross over into Hollywood. Jay Cargill wants to be Storm in like the X-Men franchise. She, she has these acting aspirations. Her ceiling is much higher in WWE because WWE's bottom line is entertainment. So that doesn't mean that AEW fumbled her. That just means that she's better fit somewhere else. Same thing with Swerve Strickland. I love Swerve Strickland, but the thing that made Swerve Strickland incredible to us, the thing that made him legendary to us is seeing him take a stapler and staple his chest. It's us seeing Hangman drinking blood from his forehead. It's us seeing Prince Nana dancing with him as he goes into hangman pages bedroom and threatens his child like that type of stuff is incredible that's why we like swerve strickland the character swerve strickland could never happen in wwe like everything that i just mentioned the stapling your chest the blood the threatening the kids we would never see that in wwe because wwe doesn't do that type of entertainment the swerve strickland character was specifically made for AEW. so no it doesn't mean that wwe dropped the ball on swerve strickland it just means that swerve strickland was better suited elsewhere it's okay to be better suited elsewhere. Everybody doesn't have to be a dropped ball. I'm so tired of hearing people was a dropped ball. Like, I just saw somebody the other day say that Dolph Ziggler was a fumble. Like, WWE fumbled Dolph Ziggler. And it's like, bro, Dolph Ziggler, he literally had a Hall of Fame career in WWE. Like, he's a first ballot Hall of Fame. Just because he didn't have a, a, a 10-month WWE championship reign doesn't mean he was a fumble. So can y'all stop that bullshit? I'm so tired of hearing that. He did fumble. Uh, AEW did fumble Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. I mean, that's just a they fact. They for though. sure did. That's a fact, though. Uh, you know, that's CM a fact. Punk. Let's just keep it a stack. I, I don't think he. I don't think they fumbled but, uh, Jay Cargo. I just. Don't but think in a lot of ways, case. but like um, in a lot of, but I could argue in a lot of ways, AEW kind of got um, Cody Rhodes to where he was. 
Because when Cody Rhodes walked out of WWE, he wasn't where he is now. But when he walked back into WWE, he was an instant star because of that whole AEW run. Let's be honest. And CM Punk, like, at the end of the day, it just didn't work out for him in AEW. Tony Khan did all he could to hold on to CM Punk. He literally gave him his own show, his own locker room, his own arenas to perform in. And it's like, at the end of the day, he just couldn't get along with his coworkers. So it was what it was. He got fired. So be it. But who's I was checking, I uh, checking for Cody, man, pre AEW. I mean, nobody. That, he was Stardust. He was doing cartwheels. Crazy, and like wearing, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, we didn't care about that. I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I definitely don't. Um, I definitely don't disagree with you, Quan. You know, two but two things can also, you know, two things can always be right at the same time. You know, they could be fun. AEW definitely got Cody exactly, and in a lot of ways, I think AEW got Cody and Punk where they needed to be at to be over at uh, WWE. That's what I'm saying. But they, There's, but Cody, but Tony Khan definitely still fumbled both of them highly, bro, like 100. percent Let's just I hate this. That. I hate this. There's the people truth. out there. Truth there's people out stinks. there saying that that AEW is fumbling Ricky Starks. I don't think that's the case. No, I don't think that's the case. Look, if you're out there and you think that AEW is fumbling Ricky Starks, answer this question for me. Did you know who Ricky Starks was before you started watching AEW? No. Then how the fuck are they fumbling him? They introduced you to him. Like I stop. Think- I feel like the, the the idea of fumbling to me is when you have a top star in your hands and they are clearly a top star and you don't do what needs to be done in order to secure them no matter what. Now, when I look at it, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes was a top star in AEW. Now, what is he the top star in AEW? No, but he was definitely one nah, of those top-, top stars. Well, I mean, it, was, it was it was it was it was over him, not Kenny Omega. I mean, according to them, you know, I'm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know what you mean. According you know, to that like, fan base. Yeah, I'm, yeah according that to fan them. Base, that fan base want to see Kenny. They didn't care. Uh, yeah, they, they, I, apparently <laughs> they didn't care about Cody. And and honestly, I think that Tony bit into that. He was just like, yo, I don't want you to be at EVP. Like, we're good over here. We have things going on. We got CM Punk. I don't need to renew this. And he fumbled him. And the same thing happened with CM Punk. In my opinion, it's like, look, you've had these issues um, with CM Punk. But quite honestly, a big part of these issues is just because you've nurtured an environment that allows your wrestlers to run the asylum and you're just not really stepping up clear enough as a leader to secure your top draw and your top prospect. And you fumbled him because of that. Those are two clear fumbles to me. Now, when I look at, you know, someone like Jay Cargo, it's like, that's not a fumble to me. Swerve Strickland, not a fumble to me because Jay Cargo, you know, in my opinion, just wanted more. Swerve Strickland wasn't a top star in WWE. You know, these aren't top stars or top drawing power people that you need to do everything in your power to try to secure. Now, if Drew McIntyre doesn't get renewed in this contract, I might, depending on how he does elsewhere, that could be a fumble because Drew McIntyre so, is a top star. So did WWE fumble Edge by letting him walk across the street? I mean, Edge is a Hall of Famer. He doesn't really, he's, he's past still, his prime. Yeah, they didn't secure him. And I mean, that's a different, that's a different angle though. He's past his prime. So you don't really need Edge to have drawing power. It just sounds like the goalposts be moving. Not really. When Edge is a veteran. Involved, Edge is a veteran. Involved, the goalposts just start Edge is a veteran. Edge is a veteran. If AEW let go of Sting, I wouldn't be like, oh, they dropped the ball on Sting. <laughs> it's like, bro, it's Sting. Like, how many more Sting matches do I really want to watch right now? No disrespect. Just saying. How many more Edge matches do I really want to watch in WWE? I don't really know. He's kind of went against everybody. Let him. He's a he's a veteran, bro. There's other talent here. There's other things we can be doing. Just saying, keeping it a stack. Keeping it a being stock. Keeping it being stock. Just saying. You you know what I did fumble though, right? What? 
an amazing college lifestyle that I could have been living <laughs> back in the day. Wasted no. in a relationship. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I was about to say your name. I was about to say Sean. I was like, I'm sorry. No, I'm nah, kidding, we want to talk about fumbles, man. Prize picks, bro. I be fumbling prize picks because I had I had a uh, whole list of picks yesterday in the Discord, and I saw it, and something told me, Quan, just place this bet. Just place this bet. I ain't do it. Tell me why every single bet hit. Like, it was just green, straight across. I could have had, like, five grand in my bank account, but I didn't oh, do man. it. I was I was over prized picks. I was tired of losing. And now, look, I, I fumbled. That's a fumble. I, I did a yeah, couple that's, of that's a wild fumble, low-key. I did a couple today. Hopefully they hit. Yeah, I, you, you did the ones t- Tone sent in the group chat? Yeah. Hey. That's like hey, a wreck. We got the <laughs> – we on the same accord right now, bro. So we either going to win or are we going to – die trying but yeah, we don't see we're gonna see we're gonna see but yeah let us know down below how y'all feel should aew try to cater towards sports entertainment and being wwe junior or should they live and die in pro wrestling which has been their bottom line from the beginning let us know how you feel down below now fellas we got to talk about cm punk's return promo man i've oh, been trying to dodge it i've yeah. been trying to dodge it this entire time i didn't want to bring go. it up but we have to talk about that return promo. That cool. return promo was phony as hell. Uh, like, I understood, it. I, I, right, I, I understood it. I understood it. Because WWE did the same thing with uh, Bray Wyatt. When Bray Wyatt returned from his long hiatus, he came out on SmackDown. But he wasn't Bray Wyatt the wrestler. or He wasn't Bray Wyatt the character. He was Bray Wyatt the person. And he cut a heartfelt promo about missing the crowd and being happy that he was back. And then the show ended. Now, I would have loved Bray Wyatt to come out on his spooky Bray Wyatt character and start a feud, but WWE chose to go a whole different route. I'm cool with that. They did the very same thing for CM Punk this past Monday night because CM Punk came down to the ring, but he wasn't CM Punk the wrestling character. He was CM Punk the person. He pretty much said that he's happy to be home. Home. Quote-unquote home. And he said he missed the crowd. And he's, you know, it, it was that, that's, that was the promo. He didn't start a feud. He yeah. didn't shoot on anybody. He didn't mention AEW. In fact, he pretended that AEW didn't even exist. He was out there like talking it. like he was <laughs> he was out there talking like he was just on his couch for the last 10 years. Like, yeah, man. To I me, mean, it felt to me it felt it felt phony, bro. It felt phony. Why? Because CM Punk has done nothing but trash WWE everywhere he's went. Like when he was on that podcast with Coca Bena, he talked about how WWE was just like this terrible thing. His experience there was awful. Doctors were making him wrestle when he was injured. Like, he hated the experience. He went over to AEW and he talked about being so happy that he's back to pro wrestling, which implied that WWE wasn't pro wrestling. I hate when people do that, by the way. But he had nothing but negativity to spread when it came to WWE. I want to say he was even feuding with MJF at one point. He made a joke about MJF going over to the other side where he can yeah, I remember that. main event night four of the extravagance. He was pretty much shitting on WrestleMania. Like CM Punk has done nothing but trash WWE for the last 10 years. So how can you walk back into that company and say, I'm so happy to be home? Really? It's like, come on, bro. Phony. This was a phony promo. I'm not mad at the internet trashing it and calling it garbage. Like I didn't hate it, but it was def- definitely phony. What should what should it have been? Like, what do you feel like his promo should have been back? He should have kept it a buck. He should have came out and said, "That's right, I'm back, and y'all got to deal with me." Like, I'm sorry, but you know, 
It is what it nah, is. Man. If any of y'all got a problem nah. with anything I've ever said, come to this ring and get in my face and we can handle it because I'm the best in the world. I can go wherever I want to go. That's how CM Punk should have handled it. I want to see nah. him saying, I'm so happy to be home in this place that I shit on for the last 10 years. This is home. Home is he, where the he, heart is. Like, get out of here, bro. Come on, man. Phony. It was phony. He, could, he couldn't do that, Quan. You know, it's in his contract, man, his behavioral <laughs> clause. Come on. He know he couldn't do that. But I just feel like Hunter and Nick was just playing it safe. They put PG Punk on a corporate that leash. Was definitely, that's PG crazy. Punk. PG Punk. That was crazy. PG that was Punk, bro. PG Punk. He he was on a corporate leash, and you know, they were just trying to play it safe. At the end of the day, it was a cool, cool little promo. Go cry me a river, you know. And they made us wait to the last minute of Raw to see this. Like I sat through that three hour terrible Raw just to see CM Punk cut this phony <laughs> ass promo. Like, come on, man. That, that Raw was uh, ran by Bruce uh, Pritchard. Bruce too. Pritchard, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Not a good Raw because ap- oh. apparently Triple H was in LA negotiating some TV deals, contract. Hey, mm, hey, WB is in LA. I'm just saying, bro. IWC yeah. wanted Punk to take shots at AEW. That's yeah. just I ain't gonna lie. I, I kind of did too, but okay. But I will say, not mentioning AEW and pretending that he was just at home this whole time instead of saying that he was wrestling somewhere else, that was a, a shot at AEW, to be honest. So it's like, yeah. you can you can argue that he did take a shot. So I have a few uh, I have a few thoughts on this. So the first thoughts are, there are definitely a lot of cop-outs for Punk that I'm going to give. Number one, um, there's no real feud for him set in place. The guy just signed, in my opinion. I think obviously they're going to give him Seth, but like, I don't think there's any real, like, you know, concrete plans in terms of, yo, this is how we're going to build to this. And I think they're still trying to deliberate what he, where, where he's ultimately going to be going. So that's yeah, number one. That's, that's real. Um, number two, I did hear that there were NDA clauses between AEW and Punk as well. Apparently he can't speak on them and they can't speak on him. And that was something that was in their original con- um, contract. So I guess that's just the case. So I, that for anybody who wanted him to address AEW, I mean, there's your answer or maybe a, a potential an- answer because I don't really know if that's true or not. Um, number three, I think that when you're coming back on a return like that from Survivor Series and you're just so beloved and everybody is so happy to see you back, like leaning into the babyface role is just pretty safe. And so I do agree with Cooley, like from a corporate standpoint, like, oh, this is safe. It makes sense. Like, do the safe thing. Like, you don't have to rattle any cages. And I think also number four, he's very conscious of the fact that a lot of people don't like him in that in that locker room. So and play the first, into that. I don't play think into it's it. I don't think it's smart. It's smart. It's great for us as viewers, but it's not smart for backstage politics. You come in, he's gonna have to earn a lot of it's the same thing with Shawn Michaels, bro. When Shawn Michaels came back in 2002, 2003. He had to be PC for at least three to four years before he can even start showing like a little bit of the yeah. old Shawn Michaels swagger that we were getting like in uh, the DX return. Like he had to really PC it up because nobody it was worse than Punk, in my opinion. I feel like nobody really liked Shawn Michaels. At that like nobody yeah, liked wild. him at all. He was he had to apo- not only that, he had to <laughs> apologize. He had to go back and apologize <laughs> to people and be like, I'm bro. sorry for how I acted. But I had to rebrand as a Christian, like to yeah, yeah bro, like for real <laughs> with a Bible because before that it was, it was ugly. Facts. So I think I think all in all, like yeah, do I do I wish he would have came on? But like I'm the best in the world, and anybody got a problem? Like yeah, absolutely. For me as a fan, it would have been great. But um, from a politics business standpoint, it's like yeah, this makes sense. I get it. And anybody that's mad at it, I I don't fault them for it. Like 
for sure. But also, like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, it just wasn't true to the CM Punk character to me. It would be like Stone Cold Steve Austin being gone for 10 years at the height of his career and then walking back into the company and being like, hey, guys, I'm so happy to be home. It's like, nah, the Stone Cold Steve Austin character is supposed to come out, say all the ca- uh, the catchphrases and the punchlines and the what and like talk his shit, talk about the um the, the people in the back, come out see him if they got a problem and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold says so. Like, that's what that's we see the Stone bottom Cold. line. So like I mean CM Punk the character seeing him out there smiling saying I'm home it just it didn't feel like CM Punk the character it felt it felt phony it felt fake. Damn. Like fake. This, it was obvious it was obvious this was a money move which I didn't have a problem with because in the promo he did say I'm here to make money not friends so that yeah. was that was, that was a cool. shot. That, yeah, that, that was, was definitely a shot. A shot. Yeah, that was, that was shot. definitely a shot. I wasn't was mad at that, shot. but I wanted more of that. Give me more of that. Don't be out here smiling and being a presidential baby face like Cody Rose. That's not who you are, CM Punk. I you got a smiley baby face. You not. We're gonna get that. Not, I, I think we're leading asshole. up to Royal Rumble. You're a rebel. His nickname I, was the Rebel. I think we're gonna still get that. I think. I think it's gonna. I don't really know how things are gonna play out with how they book him. I think we're gonna get Seth Rollins versus him at um the Royal Rumble. Um, I need that. I think they're gonna just pull the trigger. And I need uh, him to win, to be honest. I need Punk as champion. Like, why not? Strike while the iron is hot. I mean, I feel like it would be great, but I mean also I don't know. We I don't I don't really know what they're gonna do with Punk, man, because you know, I, I don't know the plans that they've had already set in stone. Like I, I kind of thought Sami Zayn was gonna win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's what it looked like. I, you know, and this is the most exciting time for WWE Wait, uh, these next yeah. four months. So Wait, fellas, I just thought of something. I just thought of something. Because I, I forgot that it was kind of rumored for months that Sami Zayn would win the Rumble. Maybe that's the reason that Kevin Owens didn't sound so thrilled about CM Punk being there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he feels that, you know, Punk is probably going to get that mania spot now against Seth Rollins. Yeah. And maybe maybe that's like yeah. <laughs> his friend misses out on his title shot. Like, if that's the case. It kind of brings me back. It kind of brings me back to. How LA Knight was saying he was nervous about his spot. Right. About other wrestlers. Like that's that's who I instantly thought about. Like, dang, what if this changed like the whole trajectory of everything? Like well, it's it a lot of does, right? It well, it's a does. lot of talent. It's like back in it's I mean, look, when we think about the attitude era, we had the rock, Stone Cold, Undertaker, Mankind, like, you know, Kane, Shawn Michaels. Like there is so much talent. You know, Kurt Angle, you know what I mean? Like Brock Lesnar at a certain point. Like, there's so much talent. Like, it's the, this is the brass ring era we've been talking about. We got LA right. Knight, Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Roman Reigns. Like, it just go, the Seth Rollins, you know, even a Drew McIntyre. Like, there's so much talent. And it's and like, we got the Damian guys Priest. on the bubble. Like, we got, yeah, Damian Priest, Damian Gunther, Priest, like, These are all bro. guys that, Damn. even Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, solo, yeah, it's Jimmy like, Solo. Yeah. It's like, bro, this is wrestling. This is what wrestling is really all about. It's about who really wants it bad enough, and that's where Triple H comes from. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty. And he's the, he is the Triple H is the prime example of reaching for that brass ring, man. So, I mean, it may mess up plans, but it's like this is wrestling, baby. Got to figure right. it out. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's on, funny man. because I literally just thought about. How when I I mentioned Ultimate uh, Warriors run in '96, he fought Triple H. I think that was his return match. That was yeah, that was mm-hmm. his, that was right? his return and match. 
He squashed he know, him in like a minute. He no sold the yeah. pedigree, right? Yep. <laughs> Triple H and pedigreed him. That nigga stood up and was like, ah. <laughs> Triple H hated that match too. He was like, bro, that was the worst match I've ever had. Like, he oh was sure, God, bro. yeah. I'm but he had sure. to eat that, you know. He had to eat that. Yeah, that was that was during his punishment, right? Because uh, yeah, the yeah, curtain during, call you know, happened or whatever. Yeah. And yep. Nobody's gonna touch uh, Shawn Michaels. So. Right. 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 Yep. <laughs> I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with Cody. Uh, with Cody. With Punk, man, but. I definitely don't think that was the way to bring him back. Like Survivor Series was one thing, but that promo, man, that promo I, was phony. I just think like, you know, when it really comes down to it, bro, we're going to get, I don't think people understand. We're going to get CM Punk versus Roman Reigns, bro. Do you understand how incredible of a story that's going to be, bro? Paul Do you Heyman, understand the wise how man? Paul oh Heyman, the God. wise man, which like, Going against CM Punk, like, do you understand how crazy that's gonna be? It's gonna wow. be what people thought that it's gonna. That's gonna be what people thought CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar was. Like, yeah. oh, which side is he gonna go? It's like, ah, oh, this is cool. Like, we'll we'll fuck with it. But this is really that, you know. And so, I, I and and also, Quan, you know, coolly, I know we've been talking about it, but this might be the opening for the Roman face turn. Yep. This is the yep. opening we really might, yeah. you know. This might be the real opening for the Roman face turn, bro. Yep. So let's see. Infinite possibilities. But we gotta get we gotta we get we gotta get past Cody and Roman first, though. Like oh, uh, yeah. I don't want I don't God. want I don't want Punk to just come into the company and leapfrog over everybody. Like we still got plans that we were <laughs> we've been like married to the entire year. Like Punk just can't come in and just win everything all of a sudden. Like if Cody was gonna get his run, let's give Cody his run. If Sammy was gonna get his run, let's still give him his run. And Damian Priest is still money in the bank, like holder. Like so, like he got to get a run. Still, I can't I, just drop all that for CM Punk, man. I I think Damian is gonna is gonna get the title. I do think. I it. hope so. I really think I he's so. gonna get a title. He he's not the ready, leader. I, he definitely he's, not ready, but I hope so. I think he will. I think he's the leader. Um, it, it'll work out. It's it's a lot, I think, man. I like I like the I like the atmosphere right now. I think Finn gonna get it before Damian. I still think the same thing. I I still think they're gonna screw Damien out think, of that briefcase. I think Finn and is make Damien, Damien, bro, and make Damien a super baby face. Yeah, why not, bro? He tall, with long. He got, he got, he got, he got braids. Extensions, <laughs> yeah, man. Extensions. Put put on a classic with uh with. Hey, he can wrestle. No, he's nice. Yeah. Damien Priest is nice. He yeah, had a classic. Nice. That nigga had a classic with Bad Bunny, bro. Oh my god, that's like, one of the best matches I've ever seen. A classic with Bad Bunny. It's like, bro, with all right. Bad Bunny. Yeah, you earned my respect. With Bad Bunny. The, the king of pop. He kind of is, bro. Who else? No, no, no. Drake's no, the king no. of pop now. No. Over no. Bad Bunny? Michael, Michael Jackson will forever be the king bro, of Michael pop. Bro, Michael Jackson dead, bro. He is. He, he got is one. He's Drake, still... got, Drake got one over on Michael. That's like man. Sam Biggie, the king of New York. He dead. Yeah, he dead. Nah, man. Joe Button is. But look Cashy 6'9 is. Joe Button is the king of New York. Oh man, yo, but you from New York. He's from Jersey, bro. From Jersey, dirty. Oh Jersey. yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. But look, jump at, off Jersey, king of New York is Ice Spice. I, 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 I think Michael Jackson has that trademark. It, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he might have a trademark. I think I he has king of pop. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, Michael that's Jackson a, was a smart man, bro. Smart, that's a real. Bro. That's a real Gregor move. He was out his here bi- buying artists like uh <laughs> like royalties and stuff like his business <laughs> mind wasn't talked about enough. That's supposed to be his man's too, man. That's supposed to be his man's. He was like, hey, yo, hey, man, look. Speaking speaking of supposed <laughs> to be a man's, we got a topic on the rundown that. <laughs> we, <laughs> Oh, you know what? I'm a move that up. We might as well get into it. I'm a move that up, bro. 
I'm about to move that up right now. Yeah, move that yeah, up to the make front. That, make that move the that up to the front, bro. Move that move up to that the front, right man. Now, let's get let's get into Cooley's rundown, bro. <laughs> let's get we, into it. We That's in a rundown right now. We about to talk about Brian Danielson mm. on how he played the big <laughs> leading role of CM Punk getting terminated. Oh yeah. my God, I did not see this coming, you guys. I did. The American Dragon. It's a snitch. Backdoor. <laughs> His man's twenty years of friendship. Twenty years. Twenty years. Do, do we respect? We don't respect this move. Why am I asking you guys that? <laughs> <laughs> what? We do not respect this move. He snitched on on Punk, bro. That's insane. Oh God, breaks my heart. I still man. can't believe it. I can't believe it, man. Quan, this is one of your favorites, dog. Nah, this is his favorite. That's Listen. your man's. That's your CM, man. CM Punk and Brian Danielson to me are like one A and one B. When it comes to in ring, I feel like there's nobody even touching Brian Danielson's boots. Like he'll wrestle circles around anybody. Character wise, I'll rank a bunch of people ahead of him. But in ring, I feel like Brian Danielson is the greatest ever. So it pains me to see that he led the charge in getting his own man's fired. What did I call him in the in the group chat? Tattle 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 Tellison. <laughs> his new name is Tattle Tellison. Takeshi Six Brian. Jameson, why are you why are you getting your own man's fired? I look if me and Cooley worked at the same place, I don't care if I see Cooley in backstock stealing. I can walk in and see him like stuffing shirts in his pocket or something. I'm not gonna go tell nobody because that's my man's. At the end of the day, me and him go back way further than I do with this job. So I'm not choosing the job over my own my own man's, bro. Brian Danielson. You led the charge in getting your own boy fired. Twenty years That's of friendship—that's crazy. That's crazy, Sylvan man. Sylvan, please tell me something, bro. That's crazy. I mean, it's a fed man. He's a rat. You know, there's nothing else to talk about. Like I can't, I can't believe, I can't even stomach. I mean, I'm not. It's not surprising though. You know, who else would lead the charge? You know what I mean? It, like, it's surprising to me. I never thought he was. I, I, you know, I think Daniel Bryan is is. When I think about this scenario, right, it gives me one quote, and it's that the road to destruction is led <laughs> through righteousness. And if there's anybody who is the most self-righteous of them all, it's your boy Daniel Bryanson. It's the reason why I loved that planetarian champion run, <laughs> because it was just great heel work, man. It was like, yeah, yo, this facts. is great heel work. This is who you really are. And we're seeing it. He is a moralist to a fault. He thinks that doing the right thing is what's most important. And, nah, bro. you know, at the end of the day, bro, you snitched on your mans and, you know, now you're about to retire in a bingo hall anyway. So, you know, have fun, brother. You know, you're still the greatest nice wrestler of all time. He's though. officially a New York mobster, man. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Hold on his man. Tattle Hold tell on his you mans. You're still, his the rest- you're still the greatest wrestler of all time, though, Daniel. Oh, so. definitely. 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 Yeah. But what's, what's his finisher? The uh, cattle, cattle mutilation? Oh, no. Nah, we yeah. calling that the, the cattle, cattle police station. The title, the title police station, bro. Title police station. Brian Danielson, bro. You out here telling on your mans? It's crazy. That's tough. Never man. thought I'd see the day. That's very really tough, man. He doing his uh lead, locker room leader duties. So, <laughs> and then he oh, tweeted, man. and then he went and tweeted, uh, "Always do what's right." My father oh. taught me. Like, bro, get your bum ass out of here. Are you are you for real, bro? Yeah, man. I still I love didn't see you, that tweet. Still, still one of the greatest ever. But come on, I man. did not see that tweet, bro. That's tough, man. Are you serious? That's crazy. Yeah, he tweeted. It's tough. 
It's tough. It's tough to see snitches uh, move like this. Um, he but... tweeted, always do the right thing. I love AEW with a heart emoji. His big like... Spike Lee had to do the right thing. Had a... All right, he, isn't he injured right now? Yeah, he got one eye. Damn. Yeah. The no, tax retina or something. Bro, retire, man. Retire. Orbital surgery, it. man. It ain't yeah, worth man. it, bro. Anyways, we man. We love you. We love you. We love, yeah, we, we love you, Brian, man. But anyways, yeah, man. Let's talk about The Rock and Roman Reigns. Oh, why? Guess what, guys? We are not What's getting up? it. <laughs> <laughs> we Coolia we troll. ain't getting Rock and Roman. We're not Coolia getting Rock troll. and Roman. But it looks like we're getting some some better, you know? Um, Fightful has confirmed that WWE are in under the belief that Stone Cold Steve Austin, the GOAT, versus CM Punk oh. could happen at WrestleMania. What is we talking about, bro? This might be the biggest match of all time. I think it might be. Yo, if this happens, that's insane, y'all. We when the last time we seen them um cut that promo what was that 2014, 2013? When they had that backstage. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We might have to get some tickets and fly to Philly. Oh, I'll tell you right now. If if Stone Cold Steve Austin and CM Punk is headlining Mania, we going to Philly. We going to Philly. Oh, I will max out yeah. all my credit cards. We are going to Philly. What? There's no way we not CM Punk what? versus Austin. How y'all feel about the- this, man? I mean, it's clear. Yeah, it's a classic, man. It's a classic in the making. That's the biggest match ever, right? Like, what's bigger than that? Punk and Austin. If we get Punk and Austin, that's like the the only dream match that's left besides the Rock and, and Roman. Like what I other mean, dream me, matches me, are there? Me personally, I'm looking for more towards Stone Cold and Punk because Stone Cold is my favorite wrestler. Right. And yeah. The Rock is a liar, so I'm not even expecting that anymore. Yeah. But this is insane, yo. I could see wow. I could see honestly, um I could see Stone Cold and uh Punk entering into the rumble. And getting that stare down? Oh my god, I'll I could, lose I my could mind. see and I could see that tower like and, and like punk or somebody eliminating eliminating like i could see roman i mean i could see uh stone cold eliminating punk and then that's how we get to wrestlemania you know i could see it Whew. i'm just saying let's be I honest see though it. Oh, man. i don't know let's i don't know it, i could i could see it i don't know if that's going to be the case we're all looking forward to it forward to seth versus um uh punk but yeah. They may they may make us wait for that for a little bit. Yeah, they give might. Sammy his match. Give Sammy they may his give match. It to and Sammy, give, and, give and us... then they and then but that could be a, the next match or something. I don't know. But 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 does that mean that Seth holds on to the title that long? Probably. I think I think I think Seth continues to reign. I think he gets Seth versus Sammy. Uh, Sammy loses, and then I think uh, Punk wins the championship at SummerSlam. I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. Second yeah. Mania. We got to be honest though. We got to be honest though. As much as like we have to see Punk in, in Austin, that would be crazy. The match itself ain't gonna be that great. Like, <laughs> let's be, let's I, be real. I'm gonna be real with you, Quan. I might have felt that way before, but after seeing him in a street match with Kevin Owens, and then once he started getting comfortable, oh, I don't yeah. know, bro. It might be. It might be kind of nice. Austin, man. no, Austin ain't even the person I'm. I'm referring to. Hey, oh, we, Punk. Yeah, we yeah. saw Punk's last run. Shea <laughs> Punk. <laughs> he ain't moving. <laughs> Paper mache Paper punk. Mache yeah, punk is crazy. Damn, yeah, punk ain't moving that well these days, man. Like I, I feel like I mean, this he, match in he theory, great, this match though. would be incredible. I mean, he's, he he did. He bulked up, muscles looking good. Pause. How, how but, was uh, Stone Cold 
out wrestling you though, bro. Stone Cold been gone. Yeah, facts. Like, yo, Stone Cold stay working out though, man. Yeah, yeah he's fifty nine. He's, he's turning fifty nine, I believe, soon too. Yeah. If we so do we get Punk that. versus uh Austin, it has to be like no disqualifications or something though, just so they can brawl around the ringside or something like. Because I don't want to see them in a straight up like technical match because that's not gonna be good. Yeah, at all. Yeah, but I need yeah, it. Man. I need that. I need that. Well, hopefully we see that, man. Because if we do, we out there first class. Well, nah, I'm lying, Coach. Uh, we gonna facts. be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. We out <laughs> we there. We gonna dog. be there. But yo. Punk wasn't the only return we saw this week, my guys. We saw Randy Orton. He is back. And also, we saw our guy, R-Truth. My mm-hmm. guy has returned. Are we oh, happy man. to see Truth back, you guys? Come on, man. Yo, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. We we happy to We're see happy. him back. We're but, happy, uh... but, yeah, Quan. Say it, but yeah, say what I've been saying all along, Quan. <laughs> by the way, yo, say say what I've been telling nah, you. I'm not this whole time. I'm not gonna right. say that. I can't. I'm, look, respect to our truth. Um, I don't know if y'all ever saw uh, saw our truth's uh, XPW reign and his his run in early NWA TNA when he was Ron the Truth Killings, but he had like a Malcolm X style gimmick where he was like really riding for Black Power and like. It was dope. It was dope seeing him on the mic, like, really giving it to those white folks in that audience and, like, really being this controversial character. So seeing what they have him doing these days, sometimes it's funny. Like, I love it. But, like, this past Monday when he had, like, the white, like, frosting all over his face and he was talking about the jelly rolls, like... It brings me back to that Dave Chappelle moment when Dave Chappelle said that, like, when he was shooting the Chappelle show, he... You know, the Chappelle show was very racy in a lot of stuff that they said. Like a very a lot of the jokes were very racial jokes. And one day he kind of felt like, you know, the the white audience were laughing at him and not with him. And a lot of times I start to feel like like that about our truth. Like when I saw him with the white frosting on his face doing like the typical our truth stuff, it started to make me feel like, are we really laughing with our truth? Are like are people laughing at him? And it kind of made me feel away. So I didn't like that at all. I am happy that he's back and He's an incredible performer. Love our truth, but I do hope that we kind of do away with some of that stuff because, like, that wasn't like the white frosting on the face thing. That was like, nah, nah. I've been saying yeah. this for a while, man. You know, I've been saying this for a while. I do not like how our um, truth has been booked, even though he's funny, he's a comedic genius, and he is a national treasure. Like, Absolutely. it really does give off, like, you know, black man can't really, you know, understand things. You know, black yeah, man yeah, doesn't I'm... isn't really intelligent. You know, like fool, very like you know, menstrual showish to me. Um, I'm just not a fan of it. You know what I mean? Like, I I I'm a fan of our truth because he can do anything, in my opinion, and make me, you know, a fan. But like, I'm not a fan of how he's being booked. Um, and it doesn't yeah, feel man. like he's being funny. It feels like it's a little, you know, on the other side. You dig? I'm not even gonna say the word. Um, and our truth is too talented for that, in my opinion. So too talented, man. Too yeah. talented. way too talented. Like I got a I got a white homie who uh, he loves wrestling too, and he sent me the video of our truth with the frosting on his face and stuff, and he's just like, ha ha, this is so funny. And in my head, I'm like, it's word. not word. Yeah, not over here, my guy. No sir, not over here. Not mm-hmm. over here, man. So hopefully, shout, you know, things change. Truth, but yeah, yeah definitely facts. shout the truth. Yeah, man. Now, Mercedes. Me, yeah, for sure. Mercedes Monet 
is finally training for her end ring return. She's releasing a video documentary on her YouTube channel. You guys, we, we, we've been speaking about this for weeks. Where yeah. do you guys think she will end up? It's a, it's a lot of what ifs. Uh, Where twos. So you asked me I'm, this I'm, two months ago. I would say AEW. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. But these days, I don't know. I don't know. What you what you think? I think WWE. But why? <laughs> what changed? I think I think WWE because of the little hints that they throw out, like they did with CM Punk. Um, I think you put it in the chat, Quan, where we saw Bailey. She mm-hmm. tweeted something and Mercedes liked it. So I'm like, wait, what's mm-hmm. going on here? Always got to trace up my sleeve, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah it's she's something. like, I always like, got backed up or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so Bailey's, like, teasing ba- Bailey's teasing something. She teasing something yeah, hard. Yeah, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna hold you, man. That that kind of. And Bailey's know. gonna need backup. Like once once the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar, and all on them, once they turn on her, she gonna need backup. And who better than? Mercedes Monet. I'm just saying. Yeah, and we still need the four horsewomen uh, in a fatal four way at WrestleMania. Just time. Who's the best? Yeah. Who's the Who's the top dog? You know. So, but at one point it looked like she was confirmed going to AEW. So she showed up with the audience. Yeah, but I'm sure they just paid her to be there. Like she what? She didn't sign no contract. I don't think she. I don't think. I don't think Sasha is signing a contract with anybody that isn't WWE. I think Sasha is smart. I think she just wants to go around and build her name up. And mm-hmm. um, well, Mercedes, sorry. I think Mercedes is smart. She wants to go around and build her name up. Um, but she's not trying to commit to anybody. I think she just wants what she's always wanted, which is some breathing space away from WWE. Every time she's going to WWE, it's been like, yo, I need a break. Yo, I need to go away. Yo, I don't need to be here. My mental health is not in a great space. And Vince just kept, you know, being like, yo, take a month off and come back. Take two weeks off and come back. But she wanted some real time, bro. And um, I think that her and um, damn, what's Shadi's name right now? I'm blanking right now. Trinity, Naomi, her and Trinity, her and Trinity were basically the WWE tag team champions, and that was her mm-hmm. scapegoat for her to leave uh, and do what she's always wanted to do. So mm-hmm. I think she's going coming back to WWE. I do not see her going back. I do not see her signing with AEW. Yo, my I, question I is wrong. though, if she does, if she does come back to WWE, do, does she return as Sasha Banks or does she use her real name Mercedes? Uh, she got to come back as Sasha Banks. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. I like Mercedes Monet, but she's, I mean, but I feel like she's put a lot of work in building that name up to the point where, like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I'm almost, I'm almost at the point where if John Moxley came back over to WWE, I almost feel like he would remain John Moxley. I don't think he would go back to Dean Ambrose. And that's kind of how I feel with Sasha these days. Like she, the might only really thing, the only thing I'm gonna challenge that about is because John Moxley is the guy that always bleed, and he ain't gonna be able to do that when he comes back to WWE. So <laughs> you gotta idiot, be Dean Ambrose. <laughs> You're an idiot, man. I don't think John Moxley's ever coming back to WWE. Yeah, that's facts. Like, yeah, I think, not, I think he's an AEW lifer. Like he's having too much fun. He's enjoying himself. Um, mm-hmm. I can see, I could see Mercedes Monet like coming back with the moniker, like as an AKA or something. But I don't know, Who right? Knows? I don't know. Yeah, and look before you get into the next one, I will say I don't really see John Moxley coming back to WWE, but we didn't see CM Punk coming back either. That's that's facts. We didn't. We did not. Anything is possible. Anything. What did What did Kevin Garnett say? Anything is possible. (laughs) Yeah, man. Let's get into the next topic, man. Our guy Kurt Angle 
he has recently had high praise for Omos, calling him the new Big Show or Andre the Giant. Now, do we all agree? Is Omos being currently misunused? I'm going to cut to the chase. We all had the same answer about this. This guy has not been on TV. He hasn't been doing nothing. (laughs) Been with Queen Slip. (laughs) Now, Quan, we we can really say WWE is fumbling this guy. 100%. 100%. Oh my God. What is going on? He need, Why is he not around, yo? This is insane. If yes. Kurt's seeing it, we seeing it, we all seeing it. I don't know what Hunter is doing, but he's definitely being mis, uh, misused. This is this the is most crazy. misused I've ever seen a wrestler, man. Like, Omos, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand. What box doesn't Omos check? He's I mean, tall. He's a black guy. He got charisma out of this world. And his matches are solid. Like, he had a great match with Seth. He had a good match with Brock. Like, Omos, he checks all the boxes, and he passes the airport test. Why can't we get Omos on TV, man? Give Omos some time. Put him him in that that faction with with the Street Profits and Bobby. Like, come on, man. Do something. Put him in NXT. Put him anywhere. I got a lot to say about Street Profits, man. Let's let's be honest, man. Um, We got to be honest about Omos. He's fired. Don't do it. Don't Let's do just it. be honest, man. Don't do it. Uh oh. This Don't isn't this isn't a Vince McMahon regime anymore, bro. Let's just keep it a bean. This is a Hunter Hearst Helmsley regime, and Hunter Hearst Helmsley does not care about big men. Yeah, it's, it's look at it's our look at our roster, down. dog. Look at our roster. Look at we are not uh-huh. dealing with big wrestlers. We're not dealing with mammoths that are coming out and just destroying everything. Like he but doesn't. That's, what, that's not what Hunter. That's not how Hunter wants to run his WWE. And I think that Omos, though he is a big draw and he is a spectacle, and I think the big man is very essential in wrestling, especially in sports entertainment. But I don't I think the I think Hunter is very much the opposite of Vince. You know, Triple H is more of like the workhorses, the guys who like can put on good matches, who have catch races, who have great characters, who can work in different angles, who can work in different types of uh wrestling feuds and when he sees like an omas or a braun Strowman, or uh you know what i mean like these guys like they're very limited in what they can do because it's not very believable that they would lose um to just anybody because they are who they are it's just so i don't think we're gonna get omas anytime soon and you know kwan like it's you just said, confusing he is black so hunter and <laughs> yeah they ain't been pushing no, the brothers. He ain't been pushing it's confusing though because uh because Triple H is an attitude era baby. Like this is for he, sure. He really came up in the attitude era. And yeah. WWE was very heavy on the Giants back then. So it's like, what changed? Why why is he why why am I seeing Johnny Gargano on my TV every week? But NXT, there's no time man. for Omos, man. Like, come on, man. NXT That's push right, Omos. Man. Push NXT. Omos. I mean, what are we gonna do? All right, let's be real though. Like, what are we realistically gonna do with Omos? Hey, when Vince was around, we was about to get uh, Cody Rhodes and Omos, and I was with it. I was down yeah, to see Cody we and Omos. We were. And we then were. Triple H took back over and said, no, sir. I'm not Damn. mad at it. I just don't I, don't I don't really know what Omos could do. In my opinion, it should have been Omos. And um, instead of uh, as the great commander Aziz, you know what I mean? Like, it should have yeah. been. It should have been Omos. You know what I mean? And, like, instead we got him with. Damn. He's got some great highlights, but like you know, Apollo Cruz isn't doing anything. Where is Apollo? Apollo Cruz? Apollo is gone, bro. 
He's just that's insane. He just nowhere Odyssey to be found. Jones. Apparently, Odyssey Jones is gonna get added to that Street Profits and Bobby thing, though. That's what I've been reading. Yeah, My bad Prof- if I'm breaking spoilers for y'all, but yeah, and the Street Profits, man, you know they're not doing nothing, bro. I'm not. I don't, I'm, not <laughs> feel, I'm not feeling the hill turn anymore now. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's damn, just, their they, personality they is too strong to be that. I don't know. It's just it's God, too much it's going too. on, bro. It's too much talent. It's too much. Everybody's great. It's just it's <laughs> yeah. a different it's a different space right now, man. Everybody gotta get a turn. Pause. Yeah. yeah. Super pause. Unless no, I'm just kidding. Pause. Yo, so <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about an OG man, a legend. It's it's kind of a sad topic. I don't even know why I gotta talk about this. I but, know, right? Um, I feel bad already. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm... Our guy Ric Flair, you know. Mm-hmm. He had this long post on Instagram that he had to type out because of the backlash that he received from his comments that he made on Rampage taping, which said <laughs> women from the ages of 18 to 28 meet him in his locker room. <laughs> and boy, that set off a fire on the internet. So um, Rick recently been offering to walk away from AEW. Um, he says he's tired of the ne- negativity and he's willing to walk away if he's embarrassing the company. Damn. <laughs> Sheesh. Come on, you guys. I feel bad, bro. I feel bad. This is this always been his character. That's what I'm saying. This, this always been Ric Flair's character. He's just having fun at AEW. He's he's with his homie Sting. He's 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 waiting for you know Sting to retire. So let him enjoy this run, man. He's giving he's giving the wrestling world everything he's given. Give him a pass. I mean, like, what are we talking about? Man? So it is two sides to it. It's two sides because like on one side. This has always been the Ric Flair character. Like always. Him saying women from ages eighteen to twenty eight come meet him in his locker room as a seventy six year old man, like it's kinda what you expect from the Ric Flair character. Cause he is a character at the end of the day. But at the yeah. same time, it's like you gotta understand that like you saying that at seventy six years old ain't gonna go over well, like today. This ain't this ain't nineteen ninety nine. This ain't even 2015. This is 2023. You got to know that some backlash is going to come with that, yo. Like, you you can't say that, Rick. You too old this to be saying that. It looks pervy. It looks nasty. This era come on, sucks, bro. man. I mean, come All right, yo. When are we going to keep it a beanstalk, man? Like, yo, Ric Flair, bro. Like, you did it to yourself, dog. Like, what do you want? Like, bro, we, we're not forgetting everything, dog. Like, the, yeah, the plane ride from right. hell. Like, all, uh, the, all the assault charges. Like... All the like we we know who you are at your core or or were at your core, you know, no disrespect to you, but like you can't on top of that, you're seventy six years old. So you all of that can't say that on top of being seventy six, talking about all the girls that from eighteen to twenty eight meet me in my locker room, whether it's part of your Ric Flair character or not, it's predatory. And on top of that, you're not wrestling, you're just you're by your friend's side. You're taking bumps and you're having a good time. So just keep it at that. Like, keep it at that, man. Like, you know, if, and on top of that, also, you know, you should know more than anybody that wrestling is breaded off of negativity. Even if you're doing right. everything right, people are going to be incredibly negative. I don't know how many negative things uh, are said about Cody Rhodes. And this man is really the American dream for real. <laughs> right, actually. Right. Like, not even a nightmare. Like, the dream so like 
you know, you should know that this is this comes with the territory. If you didn't want any hate, you should have just stayed out of the ring and just pulled up right. on his last match and been like, I love you and keep it pushing. You don't really need to be there, but you let a business. So I don't feel any empathy for you, man. Um, sorry, I don't. And the only reason I don't is because you know what this comes with. Like, you are who you are, man. Like, don't people are going to say what they're going to say, and you just got to be able to do what you got to do and enjoy yourself because that's what this game of life is all about. So. Man, do your thing, Ric Flair. Stay off social do media. Do your thing, bro. Stay right. off social media. You know what I mean? And, and you Ric Flair, bro. Like, at the end of the day, you know what this come with, bro. Like, I, you, you don't need our You got to thrive. You got to thrive off the negativity, man. Ain't that the meme yeah. with the dude with the red rag on his face? Like, I thrive off negativity. I thrive off negativity. Yeah. <laughs> you got to thrive, man, because it's yeah, bro. wrestling. You know, a lot of negativity come with it, but it's it's all love at the end of the day. Facts. I just had to. I just had to call my man's a snitch, bro. I'm the biggest Brian Danielson fan ever, and I just had to pretty much talk about him snitching on somebody. So it's like, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is, man. But yeah, what else you got for? Is that, that's it. That's, that's it for the rundown. That's all, that's all. That's all I got for the rundown, man. Yeah, right, boy. All right, well, you know, we always appreciate you for running it down. What was the Chris Brown? Let me see if you can run it, run it, run it, run it. Run it. I, hate <laughs> I hate hearing about that song, bro. That song was fire, bro. It just, re- nah, it just reminds me of Joel Santana. And I, I, okay, check it, check it, check it out. Just <laughs> what could have been, you know. Joel Santana was supposed to be the greatest rapper, oh, man. The, like, all he all time. All time. He dropped and that it. one album. Was it the second album? The second album? Yeah, what, uh, what the game's been missing, what the game's oh, been the missing game's been bro. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, should have been with, uh, with Jeezy on it. And if, I think Fabulous might have been on that record, too. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Drugs? You yeah, drugs, being lazy, hey, man. Crack. I saw know. him. I saw his teeth falling out on video, and I said, "Oh no, this ain't the Jewels I knew." Yeah, I, I don't think it was crack. I think it was lean. I yeah, he lean, was on that lean. He was on the lean, and the lean like Wayne. riding his teeth out. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne did that. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne yeah, got him had on the two lean. albums. Yeah, what the game's been missing, and and from me, from me to you, from me to you. Yeah, and then wow. after that, it was like you know, yeah, the back like could crack mixtapes though. Those was fire. Yeah. All right, man. Shout yeah. out to Joel Santana. I don't know why we talked about Joel. <laughs> we really read him had a uh, random side Joel Santana. But, though, I used to be a big Joel Santana fan. Man. Me too. But, um, but, yeah, man. Thanks for that rundown. Now you know what time it is. I love to show my love. Love to give flowers to my favorite black wrestlers. And this week, I personally want to nominate my boy Angelo Dawkins. He's one half of the Street Profits. Shout out to you, Angelo. So, look. We all know the, the stigma that came with this tag team very early on people kind of pegged uh, Montez Ford as the future breakout star and they kind of had Angelo Dawkins as the Marty Jannetty or like the other guy in the group I feel like Angelo Dawkins has worked so hard to shake that stigma he's completely transformed his body like once Montez Ford bulked up everyone really said oh yeah Montez Ford is the breakout star but no honestly these days you could argue that Angelo Dawkins might be the breakout star He's definitely the workhorse of that tag team because in ring, Angelo Dawkins is like a tank, but with like a forward engine. Like he can go. He's insane. The way he's worked his ass off to train to transform his body and to get better in ring and, and improve to the point where like he might be the leader of that Street Profits tag team. I feel like we got to give our flowers to Angelo Dawkins, man. I love Montez Ford, but Angelo Dawkins, everything that you've done. I gotta, I gotta. Hats off to you, brother. Hats off to you, my brother. And the fact that you can do a a, a, a somersault over the top rope, like at yeah, your that's size, crazy. that's crazy. Yeah, his size is that's insane. crazy. I can't even do that. So shout out to Angelo Dawkins, man. You my black wrestler of the week, but 
man. You know who I'm giving it up to today, man. I'm gonna give it up. I'm gonna give my flowers to R Truth. R Truth. I have not seen you on my TV screen in quite some time, man. And I just want to tell you that regardless of what anybody's got you doing over there in that company, man, you are loved, cherished, and appreciated. And it felt so good to see you back at Survivor Series, man. The return of you was something that I didn't even know that I needed. Like my heart genuinely felt joy, man. And um, for you to be around as long as you have and have had the amount of success that you've had, and also to still look like you are twenty five, bro. <laughs> yeah, like you are. I think what you're fifty, fifty one, maybe or something. I don't know what you are, bro. But you look like you are twenty four, twenty five, bro. You look younger than me. You know what I mean? Facts. You look younger than it's... all of us, dog. And uh, black don't crack, man. Black don't crack, man. Unless you do it. You know what I'm saying? So like. <laughs> You know, even when you do it, bro. <laughs> even when you do it, twenty-five. Facts, bro. And so, like, our truth. I just want to give you your flowers, man. You're an incredible wrestler, an incredible talent, um, an amazing entertainer, and um, man, I just hope that you are here for as long as we possibly can have you over here in uh in wrestling. So, yeah, man. that's my black Shout wrestler out. of the week, man. Shout out Angelo Dawkins, man. Shout out our truth. This week, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it our truth, man. What a legend, man. I miss this guy's presidents. I said presence. Presidents. <laughs> president. I, I miss this guy. President. Well, he should be president um, too. Our truth for president. Our truth for president. Our truth for baby. president. But yo, man, he's he's definitely a legend. Um, he's just a great a great person all around. Great wrestler. Um, there was a video that was on his page. I want to say like a couple of days ago, where he's he's um doing a little dance with uh Jay Uso. Jay Uso. It was so hilarious, dog. Kind of. It, it really it touched me, man. That's my guy, man. Black wrestler of the week, R Truth, Ron Killings, K Quick, yes, whatever you want to call it, man. Shout out to R Truth, man. Shout out to R Truth. Yeah, shout out to R Truth, man. Whenever we bring up R Truth, I love to bring this up. One of the first wrestlers to move from TNA to WWE and keep the same theme song. Facts. At one point, yeah. we didn't see that happen often at all. So the fact that R-Truth, he was like one man. of the first, shout out to R Truth, man. Shout out to R Truth. Now, it's time. It's time to roll them big packs up, man. Ooh, you know I'm packing up. It's time to Uh-oh. pack somebody up. I honestly don't know who y'all packing up this week. I'll tell Ooh, you who I'm, I'm packing, packing up. up. I know who Sylvan packing up. Look, I gotta, I'll gotta. tell you who I'm packing up. I'm packing up Ryback. Oh. I am packing oh, up Ryback. Yeah. Yo, yeah, he's done. <laughs> Ryback, you got to get this packed this week, my brother, because yeah, before CM Punk returned, you tweeted, if CM Punk returns tomorrow, I will retire from pro wrestling. Yep. And then CM Punk returned. And you know what you tweeted? Well, I meant returned at AEW, so I'm not retiring from wrestling. Oh, right back. God. Trash. Listen, I gotta pack Trash. you up right back. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pack you up because you reneged on your bet and you're not retiring from wrestling. I'm packing you up because we didn't know that you were still wrestling, my brother. I thought you retired <laughs> 10 years ago. Like, where the hell Ryback been, man? Like, I had no idea that Ryback was still out here wrestling. I knew he was, he had, like, a podcast and he did all this other stuff, but I didn't know Ryback was still, like, active. Stinky so, <laughs> I got I to gotta pack you up, my brother. Like, you still out here wrestling, bro? Pack him up. I ain't seen pack it. Pack him up. But shout out to you, man. You are a funny person on, uh like, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. You're hilarious. Man, problematic. Uh, problematic as hell, but I ain't never mad at that because, yeah, hey, um, we problematic ourselves. Facts. Yes, we are. Hey yo, I'm packing up Daniel Bryanson, Brian Danielson, yes. you know, Tattle Taylorson, you know, Takashi Six Brian, Takashi Six Brian, the American Lion, uh, the American, 
uh, snitch. Uh, look, we don't like informants around here, brother. And uh, it's one thing to, you know, give you two cents. It's another thing to lead the pack on removing a best friend. Well, not best friend, but a good friend of 20 years, man. Um, I don't have any real respect for that decision. Um, I know you were moving in terms of doing the right thing, but um, it's never the right thing to switch on your homies. You know, somebody else could have done that job, you know, like your boss. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? So you're getting this pack up, man. And, um, you know, I think you're the best wrestler of all time. Like I like technically speaking, you are the best in that ring. Nobody can hang with you in that ring whatsoever, man. But uh, yeah, man, stop snitching. You know, you know, we don't like title tellers around here. Okay, so packing you up, Damn. Daniel. Damn, Dan- Damn, Daniel. Damn, Damn Daniel. Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Yeah, remember that. <laughs> Some, somebody title telling him. again. Somebody on Twitter called him Detective Dan. Remember from all that? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Detective Detective Dan. Dan. Oh, man. That's what we're going to start calling you. Twitter is hilarious, Packing you up, Detective Dan. Detective Dan, man. Yeah, man. So, you know, I'm packing up. Uh, Hate to do it, but I love to do it. Tammy Sitch, man. Oh, no. (laughs) She has got sentenced to 17 years in prison for her deadly DUI crash for killing a 75-year-old, man. Tammy, Mm. I want you to do a lot of thinking and a lot of praying while you're sitting down doing this time in jail. Don't take this as a joke because you're going to be in there for a long time. That's almost damn near two decades. Get get. Find your soul, find your spirit within and and cleanse it, please, because you've had countless run-ins with the law, so many DUIs, never did time, and you finally, it finally caught up to you. And now you're about to do 17 years. 17 is Nah, she don't do like seven to get probation. She white, ain't she? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah she don't do. She was bad back in the day. If you don't know who Tammy is, that's that's yeah. she used to be Sunny back in WWE, and yeah. man, she was she getting this she pack was fine man. as hell. You know what's crazy to me though? She's only like two years older than Trish Stratus. Wow. Yeah, but then you look at Trish. She looks you bad. Look at her. <laughs> I mean, but you know, Trish. Trish Dang. dedicated her life to wellness too, man. She like yeah, yoga, that's Pilates. Yeah, that's like, facts, that's you know, facts. Tammy, she's been she's been drinking, doing she's all that drinking stuff. Drinking and driving. Years. Drinking yeah. and driving. Well, and look, it finally caught up to her. Demons. Tattle Tellyson, aka Takashi Six Bryant, Tammy. AKA Sonny and my boy Ryback. Y'all got to get these packs this week, man. Do better. Do better next week so we don't have to pack y'all up again. Facts. Looks like we come to the end of the road, fellas. The end of the road. What y'all got to get off y'all chest before y'all get out of here? Mm. And what y'all got planned for the rest of the day? What we on? It's cold outside in LA. Why is it so Damn, cold? It's cold outside? Well, yeah, it's cold. Bruh, over to, here, yeah. it's freezing. I got a jacket on. I'm about to do. I'm about, I'm about to, to watch this. These college football games today and the weekend, you know, you know me. No SmackDown, bro. No SmackDown. Uh, I'm gonna do SmackDown. No but I gotta SmackDown? wait till my prize picks hit first. That's real. Online. That's real. You can always catch SmackDown Yo, so, on rebound. So yeah. when you got your prize pick going, do you like check it throughout the day, or do you like try to wait to the the nights over to go back? And, like, I, I used it. to try to check it throughout the day instead of, until I started losing a lot. So now I just yeah, wait. Till the end. I'm like, man, it is what it is. Yeah, you gotta. It is what it comes the next day and be like, oh or oh. Right, because yeah. it's always a nice surprise when you do win. Like you ain't checked all day. You, sometimes you forget about it, and it's like, oh wait, I have price picks on, and you right. check, and it's I like, a rack. I got damn, a rack I got it. a rack in it. But when you lose, it's ugly, bro. <laughs> it's yeah. like you keep checking, you keep refreshing, hoping that somebody else scored, and it's like, nah, bro, 
take this L, take this L. Yeah, man. man. I'm about to eat this food. Probably uh watch um Raising Canaan season three. Oh my god. It's a terrible show, but I'm only I'm only watching so I can figure out what happened between Tommy, Tasha, and uh Ghost Man. Because we just don't know what happened in their childhood, bro. So that's the only reason why I'm sticking around. Right. What's so, Ghost's real name? Uh, <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I, damn, I forgot. He definitely got a real name on the show, though. Cause they, Isn't it like is Jamie? It James St. Patrick or something. James, oh, James. James, 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 James or James. Jamie or something like that. Hey. James, yeah, James. I'm do that and then watch SmackDown. Um, SmackDown. Yeah, man. Working on these tapes, too. Working on these mixtapes real quick. Oh, we need so, that. We need okay, that. Let's we get need it, man. that. Yeah, New Silver on the way. New Silver on the way. On the way. New Silver on the way. Oh, and by the way, by the way, we thought that Roman Reigns' 2023 was over. They have announced it's him for not. one more show. Uh, so of course we get they Roman have. Reigns one more time. We get Roman Reigns one more time this week. And one more time. Or this, this month, and I'm, Yo, I'm he excited, gonna send, man. He going to send shots it's at Punk Friday. for sure, bro. It's he next Friday? It. Yeah. You oh, know they're bringing it, him yeah. back early. It's for some reason, bro. It's, he's sending shots for Punk sure. versus Roman Reigns. Wait. Or, no, or something. in two weeks. In two weeks. Okay, okay, okay. It got to be for a reason. It got to be for a reason. And on that note, we are out of here. I love y'all. Make sure y'all are subscribed to our channel. Make sure you turn those post notifications on. And make sure you leave comments and engage with us. We love to engage with you back. Don't be a ghost, bro. Don't be a ghost because we don't like ghosts over here. We are terrified. I'm black. Black people are terrified of ghosts. I'm letting y'all know. Straight straight up, Casper. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, that was hey, a good though. one. <laughs> Casper, Casper. <laughs> what did Casper say? He was like, <laughs> can I keep you? <laughs> yo, right? Oh, my God, yo. Can I keep it? Can I keep it? Oh, yeah. This is wrestling with the homies. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>